Let's roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Countercharge. I'm Tyler Schultz. And I'm Dylan Murray. I'm Blake Robertson. And I'm John Blakemore. And I'm Rob Fanoff. We have assembled a cavalcade of Masters How newbies. You. How dare you? Now, <laughs> technically, you have all qualified, though. Right. This is this is legit. You guys won your you earned your way onto the oh, team. From now until the end of time, I am a masters level player. Exactly. <laughs> when I, when I think of Dylan, I think too legit. Too legit too to quit. Legit. I wish. Well, Dil- Dylan technically is the second ranked player in the South behind Dustin Howard. How he is a first time player, I don't know. So let's start with a little bona fides. Tyler, tell us who you are and where you're from. Uh, yeah, I am Tyler Schultz. I am from the mountain region, and I'm actually from the mountains, unlike a lot of the mountain region. I am from Colorado Springs. Yeah, I've been playing Kings of War since, like, 2017. I've been on the show a couple times. So a couple older reviews, I think. Maybe some mm-hmm. people will know me, but yeah, I am. Well, they normally know you from Dead Zone. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but you don't I, play that anymore. I, I still play Dead Zone. Oh, okay. I, I mean, come on, Rob. Come on. Yeah. I was big into the Mantic scene uh, and then transitioned to Kings of War basically yeah. in 2017 at Adepticon and then have just been gung-ho ever since. So uh, it's been awesome to be here for, for Masters. I, I am beyond excited. for. Oh, I'm excited to see how you're going to do this weekend. It's going to be I'm, fantastic. I'm thrilled, man. I'm yeah. Ready. And Ogres rock the Ogres, right? Yeah, absolutely. Dylan, why don't you give us your bona fides? Well, I play in the South. South is a very tough region to make top eight in. And you were number two. <clears throat> I was number two. I'm not. But not gonna, number one. I'm not going to say COVID helped me. I'm not going to say that. But I will. <laughs> but I will. No, we were all, I mean, as, as far as that goes, I mean, the South, we were, so, I mean, we were all, I mean, we were still playing GTs. We canceled a couple early on, mm-hmm. but later, late in the summer and early fall last year, we had some, we had some events still going, so. Okay. I mean, I was hitting them. You're here. And That's all that matters. Yep. Sword of Blake. Yeah, I'm from the Reno area with the new West, West Coast region. Yep. Yeah, West Coast region. Um, and, uh, yeah, we got a couple tournaments in. I came down to Lone Wolf, did some UB tournaments, too. So, yeah, kind of earned my way here. That's awesome. Yeah. And John, John Blakemore from my neck of the woods, Tennessee, my name is John Blakemore. I'm from the uh, southeast region, tiny little town uh, called Chapel Hill, which just happens to be perfectly positioned for Kings of War. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that's where we held Manticon. Before I got involved, yeah. yeah. The literally only time I've ever won an event my house. Was, in your, was, in your, was in your stomping grounds. Yeah, I found out after the fact. Where I am now is about an hour north of Huntsville, an hour south of uh, Nashville. So mm-hmm. I got TNT, which is what the hair's for. One days are doable easily. We were kind of in the middle. You got Nashville, you got the Alabama guys, yeah. you got Memphis. That's all yeah. with some planning. Well, uh, Memphis is the same distance as Elizabethtown. So Sword of Kings guys and Hard Knocks. Yeah, there you go. There's, there's you guys in Memphis, there's down in. Birmingham mm-hmm. and over in Chattanooga. It's all about the same distance for me. So that's awesome. That's part of the reason why I'm here is uh, I'm not going to lie and say yes, COVID, because 
uh, we always go to the Forge. That was our first GT before mm-hmm. we even knew what GT meant. And uh, I, my son plays, and we went together, a little family vacation. So we hit that, and I don't even honestly don't remember how I did, but I was there, and I got points. So, right, and that's more than a lot of other people in the region did. They didn't, Absolutely. Know, they didn't get points. And uh, after a couple of one days, and then it opened back up a little bit, I went to Circle of Iron and had my best placing ever, just fell backwards into that, and... Not only am I here on the abbreviated season, I was number nine, and someone in the top eight dropped out. So I am the Who? first alternate and fell back into it. Doesn't matter. Hey, you know you, what? Uh, once, once you, once you move from alternate to member of the team, D is for diploma. <clears throat> That's it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I think Felix Castro, who couldn't join us tonight, uh, put it best. He said, "Even the guy that finished last at med school is still a doctor." That's exactly right. Right. So. <laughs> Wow. Oh, man. So. Hopefully he's not my doctor. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how good that's supposed to make All right. Feel. Well, let's just go back around the horn. Uh, give us a little sense of your region and how you guys set the qualifying. Sure, yeah. So I'm from the mountain region, um, and the mountain region is uh, very loosely described as Colorado, which is basically just me and Garrett, and then uh, the Omaha guys reaching out to Kansas City, so we kind of reach out far beyond the mountains into the plains, if you will. Uh, but yeah, basically any of those tournaments, like Bug Eater, and um, we definitely took into, into consideration some of the other tournaments, like uh, King of the Monsters and that kind of thing. Um, but basically, yeah, it's it's a, it's a fairly large region geographically, but a pretty small region in terms of um, amount of players. A lot of, strong, a lot of strong people in the mountain region. I think I think it's kind of getting the recognition it deserves on the on the pre-hype of, of Masters because I think people are, are realizing that we're we're a pretty strong region. I think we got a lot of good players, and I think we're we're here to do a good a, a good amount of work. Well, you got Adam Ballard, Travis Tim. You got some. Yeah, we the, got the, we got some. You got, got some cream some, at the top. Yeah, some pretty big names. Uh, I think the term dark horse is not fully understood because people are calling Travis Tim a dark horse, which is ridiculous. Yeah, he's a good player. Uh, but yeah, here we are, and yeah, I, I mean, I guess it, it, it's just all going to be left out on the table tomorrow. Let's start over Dylan, South Region. Yeah, so the South is pretty uh, infamous. Probably don't need to say too much there that people haven't already heard. Very tough region. It's a very deep region. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of good <clears throat> players in the South. I don't even think hyper competitive is the is a strong enough term for the South region. Well, you yeah, making the South team is very difficult. The way they set up their qualifiers is pretty simple. They just it's basically you you score points um, based on, on on your placement and then how many players were in the GT. Mm-hmm. So it scales. You could win. Yeah, look at that. First at one GT uh, and get and get less points than mm-hmm. someone getting third at another GT right. if it has more players. If exactly. That, if that makes sense. I mean, as far as, I mean, the region itself, it's been fun. I've been playing good for a couple of years. It's just it's just, it's just, just a rough field to play in. But I like to sneak away. I actually like to sneak away and uh, go to other regions' events. I go to, like, I'm working on my uh, following in the – the shadow of Shannon Shoemaker. I go to um, all the way up. To, I live in the bottom of Arkansas and uh, just recently went all the way up to Omaha, Nebraska to play in a GT. Buggy Eater GT. I go You've been the, in it a couple times. Yeah, absolutely fantastic event. Yeah. Um, in Kansas Cheap. City, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Missouri, 
Tennessee. I try to go as far as you can reasonably drive. And get off work. And, yeah. <laughs> and let's not all forget that Dylan actually throws his own GT. Just... He does, the King of Monsters GT. And it was in January this year. Yeah. yeah. And we're, and we're going to we're we're try to lock it down for January cool. within the next couple months. Awesome. Blake, throw it over to you. West Coast, how do they pick well, their team? Right now, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of the same thing that he's that we he's got going with, uh, you know, points per placing. Mm-hmm. The amount of how many are in that. The amount of participants increases right, the points right, awarded from right. the event. We were going to try to do it where we had Bay of Kings, we had Riddle of Steel or something like that with the sad guys, and then the Reno guys were going to have the Reno Open in, uh, in honor of Kingpin. Now Brenton moved to San Diego, so not sure how that's going to work with the Bay Area. And, and Tony left, and Jeremy's kind of the only one left up there. Not No, there's plenty of people up there, but it'd be, I would like to see a triangle like that with three GTs in the West. Mm-hmm. It, big, And then some other tournaments along. We also have small tournaments at each of the locations, too. That's kind of how that thing, how it worked this time. Yeah, yeah. John, Mr. Blakemore. Sir. How is the Southeast pick uh, their team? It sounds like most of you guys are all the same. It's like go to events, do well. The bigger events give you more points. In the Southeast, it's Jeff O'Neill and everybody else. <laughs> That's true. The boogeyman, as we call yeah. him. And he's the boogeyman. We, we, it's not tax time, so we brought him. No matter how many GTs you go to in region, uh, it's the top three scores total. The, yeah, yeah the, that's the way. And we you do can it. count one yeah. out of region. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty common. Pretty but I mean, we got we got well, Blue City Brawl, which is now Blue, uh, Kings of. So it's a different event, right? So the, the King, Kings of Memphis is going to be it's a punch in the face type of singles event. Blue City Brawl will come back at some point. But yeah, we go to that uh, TNT, which is you know TNT's coming up at the end of August at NashCon. Yeah. So in Nashville, there's a lot of good events in all the different regions, you know, and I think one of the things we need to do a better job community-wise making those flagship events have their special weekend where there's not a bunch of other events. You know, we step on each other a lot. We don't, coordination is not our strong suit. So hopefully in the future we'll have more of that, um, that stuff going on. We'll go around the room. Are you guys playing the armies you played to get to this dance here, or did you? Yes and no. Uh, <clears throat> so for me personally, I've been playing ogres since like 2017, and that's because uh, you that only was, have that one. Was my first, that was my first true Kings of War love that like got me into the hobby. I just love the models from Mantic. I just like the, I just love the way they look. I love the way they play. Yeah, I've been on a few ogre reviews, usually as the newbie who doesn't know what he's talking about. But uh, I feel like now I kind of actually do know what I'm talking about, and I really feel comfortable with this list. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm just I'm excited to to be at this event and playing my favorite faction. Basically, I'm I'm just not scared of any list that comes at me. Um, obviously, like the goblin goblin shooting spam is always scary for anybody. Barring that, like I'm I feel like I'm ready for any challenge, and I'm pretty pretty damn excited to to well, play let's pretty be, much anything. To be fair, you're always excited. Well, okay, yeah. you always have that that's, same look on your that, face, like fair. hey. That's also fair. Uh, I, I won't even deny that. That's, yeah. that's genuinely true because this is honestly the, my favorite thing. I think when I met him for the first time, he had just finished a Iron Man thing at Adepticon or something where you played like in every event. Yeah, pretty, pretty close to. And then, like, like three, like literally like, three days of straight and gaming, and like I, yeah. you look like you were about to die. But <laughs> I mean, I was still pretty happy. But you were very happy, Dylan. Salamanders brought you to this dance. Yep. 
You staying with salamanders for oh, this? Oh, yeah. Same list, or did you tweak it? I tweaked it, so... Is that a good idea to change to a different army structure that you haven't played a lot of games with? Well, it's it's just preparation for the field that you're... All right, so you're just trying in. to play the meta. So there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of quote-unquote shooting spam in the south barring uh dustin. dustin howard yeah but that still at its root is a combat you know army i knew there would be a lot of a lot of piercing two piercing one war machines and stuff here and a lot of lightning bolt so i traded my defense three chaff for defense six chaff some heal and we're gonna see what we in can in a party Blake, what, what army did you bring you know what army did you qualify with and what army did you bring uh night stalkers i kind of was learning them at the beginning of the whole COVID thing and through the UB tournaments and stuff I just kind of refined and refined and then Lone Wolf I brought something that I thought would work and then um, have kind of refined from there so it's I mean basically the core is all the same but right. change this or that little tweak here and there when you understand things a little better. And I'd, I'd love to interject here just for a second. Mm-hmm. I really love your list. It's got a lot of different elements. It's a little bit of the one of each thing, but it also really works for Night Stalkers because it's all my favorite things in the Night Stalker list. Oh, man. Uh, oh, so awesome. I, I feel like it, Night Stalkers it really can do works. one of each really well. It works yeah. really well. And, and you know, in, in the lead up and the practice to Masters, like looking at the lists and actually practicing and putting them on the table, yours is definitely like high up on my list of things that like inspire me to like want to play Night Stalkers because I didn't really have a whole lot of interest and then I saw your list and I'm like oh I see how it kind of should go I think it it can really work like this so there, I, I gotta some, give you props on that oh thanks I, I really man thanks it. thanks there's there's a lot of little weird synergies there you know uh, and uh I don't really want to go into it too much, but... Don't you know. worry, they're not going to hear this until after Masters. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> but, uh... Well, I'm sitting with guys, I'll probably be playing some... Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> if I get real lucky, you know. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Night Stalkers are really weird because they don't seem like... They don't play like they list out. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. It, it, the synergies make them play a little differently than if you're just looking at paper. And it takes a little while to figure that out. John, same question to you. I mean, Dwarves got you, got you here. You riding those Brocks to the finish? No Brocks, but yeah, it's all infantry. Yeah, so yeah, like they say, dance with who brung you. Yeah. Uh, I played Dwarves because I had Dwarves. And as time went on, I started uh, making units that I wanted rather than what I had in my closet. And so as this thing evolves and goes through, I get a little bit better, at least I think that, a little bit better every time and and take what I want and not what I have. And so this is a a variant of what I did uh, my best placement ever with that got me basically here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Next question for you guys. This is the Masters. These are 64, 63 really good players in Felix. And, uh, no, no, but Uh-oh. it's 64 really good players, right? Did you guys think about tweaking, even if you're staying with the same army, did you think about tweaking the list? Or we, you, you mentioned, you're, so we'll start with Tyler. Yeah, yeah, I definitely tweaked it a little bit uh, just based on what I was expecting to see. I was definitely expecting a lot of lightning bolt, a lot of shooting, you know, all that kind of potential might be there. So I definitely dropped a little bit. I used to have, like, the two-handed warriors with the, you know, four-plus save. Um, and I, I kind of dropped that defense for, for more Siege Breakers, um, especially because I had written the original list at, like, 1995 for King of Monsters, and then given that extra 
you know, 305 points, I was able to kind of tweak it and figure out what I wanted to switch, what I didn't want to. Um, and I'm pretty happy with the way it is now. I'm, I'm really confident in the way the list actually is structured. I'm really excited to see how it actually does, because uh, basically I've been practicing quite a bit, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see, like, what actually happens on the table, because in theory... I'm pretty happy with all the changes that I've made. Uh, I, I definitely like having, you know, two hordes of siege breakers, getting a defense six in there, that kind of stuff. Uh, just basically based on what I expected to see at the masters level. And uh, honestly, after seeing all the lists and stuff, I'm actually pretty excited about where my list ends up in there. I feel like it's got a pretty good chance to stand up against anything that, you know, the masters contingency can throw at me. So. Uh, yeah, I definitely made some tweaks along the way, and I'm, I'm pretty happy with the way it turned out. So, Same question to you, Dylan. So I basically designed my list specifically for counterplay war engines. Uh, Salamanders have this have a cool thing in their list where they have a lot of varying heights. So, And I'm sure a lot of other armies do too, but it's kind of what they excel at, if that makes sense. And so... That gives me counterplay with Lightning Bolt because all my important stuff will take cover shots unless you're shooting at my defense six front line. And then it's very compact. So um, I'm not super shy on drops. I think I still have 13, 14 drops, I think. It's compact. It's all compact units. So if I have... If I get a forest and a height zero or two forests on my side, then there's a good chance that even the war machines are not going to get clean shots at any of my stuff because war machines take negatives to inside terrain now, mm -hmm. if you're inside terrain. So that's kind of the idea behind it. How many it. war engines are here? A several. Well, I mean, several, like yeah. I know the two goblin lists have lots of war engines. Yeah, so you have three? There's, yeah. there's not... The the six I think the I think I don't I think, think the most of there is the six. If you count if you count the the breath attack war engines, um, six is the. There's no six long range right. lists. I don't yeah. think. Blake, yeah. over to you. How, how did you adjust, or did you think about adjusting your list for this event? Big thing is uh, I, I I had a troop of reapers in my in my army that I would kind of use at the end of the game to just nail whatever the big thing was and knock it completely off the board. Uh, I know that every player here is way too smart to fall for that, and they're going to shoot it off with whatever little shooting they have in it at 10, whatever, 10, 12. Stealthy doesn't get you very far. No, 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 no. So I, I, I replaced it with a Dread Fiend, which is something that I can use in, you know, like a knucker or something like that. And also to help back up, uh, you know, Shakira a bit when she needs a little help. Um, whatever. Um, when the hips do lie. When the hips. <laughs> you know, they don't lie. They're just not enough of them. <laughs> Five attacks, man. If she could have seven, she'd be insane. Whoa, but, uh, <laughs> Whoa she's crushing three, bro. Yeah, she's she's, she's plenty <laughs> fine. How she calm is. down? Let's, let's no, actually, here. let's be honest here. She's totally fine. How actually, she the only thing I wish is that her enthrall did damage like it does on the banshees. Ooh, now you're it really, does. Now you're really reaching. Yeah, it pulls. Yeah, it pulls in, but it yeah. doesn't do with the damage like. <laughs> It doesn't damage like it the, does the damage the when she smacks him in the face. <laughs> oh, it does damage when she smacks. <laughs> yeah, 
But uh, yeah, no, it's just like a little bit of refinement. You know, like I said, I, I can pull that stuff at the local game store a little bit. I can hide the Reapers back there until turn four and then just have them go over there and murder whatever his giant its unit is. But uh, these guys aren't going to fall for that. Yeah. Same question to you, John. Uh, your list changed? Yeah, yes, it has. Uh, I, it breaks my heart, but I had to leave my steel juggernaut Stony Thark at home. I think... I love him. I think he does great, but the, just for the points, I had to I had to squeeze some points in. And I've got, the list I have is I've only practiced with at home. I haven't really taken it. But yeah, I had a bunch of throwing mastiffs in, and they just—I mean—they were there for night stalkers. They were there for these individuals. And in none of the games I played in any of the other uh, tournaments and one days, it never came up. It was just 75 wasted points. So. They're gone, and with Stony gone, that freed me up to get some Bane Chan in that I wasn't running before. So now, in addition to 14% of all the defense six at this tournament, I also have some Bane Chan, so I can do a little bit of a Did you guys do anything special to prepare for the event, Tyler? Yeah, actually, I I practiced a whole heck of a lot. Uh, So my my partner in crime, uh, Garrett, basically what we did is... uh, it's really fun, actually. What we did is we would just pull up Google and type in random number generator. We would pull up 64 and then click the generate button. And then anywhere between 1 and 64, Google would just pull up a random number. We would go through the alphabetical list of the Masters players. And then one of us would play that list and one of us would play our list against that list. And so what was really fun is we would just try anything and everything. I played everything from... You know, proxy dwarves to, you know, proxy Basileans to, you know, all this stuff. And it was just really fun because uh, on both sides of the spectrum, you know, because sometimes I'd play against his Trident Realm, sometimes he'd play against my Ogres. Sometimes we'd just play RNG versus RNG just to see what's out there. And uh, it was a really fun way to practice because, you know, that all the lists are going to be pretty well tuned because everybody, you know, they made it here for a reason. They all know what they're doing. Um, and it's kind of fun to try to, to puzzle out what people are actually thinking when they build their lists. Uh, there's definitely a few lists that had me scratching my head like, I don't understand how this is supposed to work. Like, there's just not enough of insert blank here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's definitely some where it's like, oh, wow, this guy this guy knows what he's doing. It's like a very well-crafted, well-refined <laughs> list. And so it's just really fun to play against all kinds of different things and... Uh, so yeah, leading up to Masters, we, we definitely cranked up the amount of times we get to play per week. Uh, even if it's super late at night, we would just do it because it's it's so. Much do you play at a game store or? We do when we can, but a lot of the times it's usually just at my house. Plus, you know, I have beers in my house, so. That's that's true. true. There you go, <laughs> Dylan. What did you do to prepare? No. I mean, or does it doesn't really. You don't have to do anything. I'm Not second. I'm second in the South. I don't, no, I'm, I'm already been breaking necks all, all year. Nothing like that. I just I just don't have have anybody in my immediate area, so. Uh, I usually don't get games in unless it's at a GP. Did you Jerry Page them and beat them all up to the point where they don't want to play anymore? <laughs> no, I just I moved away from my club. I see. So, so yeah, my last game that wasn't UB was Bug at Bug Eater. So I usually when I go to a GT, I usually write off my first game. Is um, it's usually where I make uh, simple mistakes and you know I'm getting the rust off and all that good stuff. So, but anyway, so I didn't get a lot of practice. Got some UB, a couple of UB practice games in. Mm-hmm. But UB is, 
It's it's honestly it's a different animal. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not the it's, same. It's not the same. But Blake, over to you, sir. I just want to say thank goodness for UB because it got us through some stuff. Mm -hmm. It is one of the finer places to test lists before you start painting and basing. That's true. And That's true. Uh, and I thank that community for for getting that yeah, rolling. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean playing against someone else is why we're all here yeah yeah know, totally totally i'm still like really working hard on building our community up there and so i what little time i have sometimes is that you know um doing 1500 point teaching games or this that the other but i did get to play my list a little bit i did get to kind of learn how the changes i made but since i've been playing it with it for about a year now it's just little refinements you know um, but what I did do is I made sure I had two to four beers every night so that I built up my tolerance a little bit so that I could enjoy myself here and walk in here without being too hungover. I think the, the, the scientists call that state memory. Whatever it is, <laughs> I, I call it building a nice tolerance. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. John, over to you. What? Uh, any extra practice or anything special? Get yourself ready for this event? Uh, well, I did go to a one-day and tried out some stuff that was suggested to me. It didn't do very good. I went to Axe Grinder, did okay. Uh, and despite living with a guy I could play with 24 hours a day, doesn't work out that way. you know. I've, never does, never does. Uh, but I did get in a couple. Uh, I knew who my first round opponent was going to be and knew, knew what the list was going to be. So we pull out the proxy bases. Now, of course, he has zero experience playing Undead, so it was kind of like a handicap. But, you know, it just I get an idea of... Well, when they get into combat, you can see what they do. and Yeah, and it was pretty much what I pretty much what I figured, but he, he did not play the way I expect my opponent to play tomorrow. <laughs> so there's, there's to, to paraphrase Mike Tyson, everybody's got a plan until they get punched Punch in the, in the face. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> so next question, did you guys do anything new hobby-wise for this event? Uh, yeah, because I switched my list from the two-handed warriors to seed breakers, I had to... Because that's just, like, the best choice ever. Yeah, I I wanted to resist the change, but I, at the end of the day, I just couldn't resist how much You can they be were. stupid, or you can make the change. Yeah, <laughs> right. especially when I had the points to play with. So, uh, yeah, I had to make another horde of siege breakers, which was pretty fun, especially because I've been making this list for, you know, years now. Uh, I... I you know, I, I have pretty decent experience in actually converting lots of <laughs> uh, lots of different ogres and, and turning them into what I want them to look like. Um, I really do like the Mantic ogres because they can be boiled in water and you can change the PVC. The you can change yeah. the change a lot of the big fan ogres. of that. And so what I did is I, I made a new horde of of ogre siege breakers, and then possibly the best change to my army is that I had a kind of proxied warlock. That was being used for a long time. That was from like warm hordes, and that wasn't. So, so did you get the it. Jesse Warlock finally? And yeah, thanks. No, uh, thanks yeah. to your your home store. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Austin so Casey. Austin sent Casey, me, the shirtless yeah, wonder. Huge, huge MVP in this scenario. Uh, he sent me an ogre warlock, uh, the brand new one, the one that Jesse helped inspire, and basically I was able to get that through shipping and. Build it, paint it, get it all ready for this tournament specifically. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm thrilled with that model. I cannot express to you how happy I am with that model because uh, before then, I think my my favorite Mantic model was probably the Greater Water Elemental, mm -hmm. and it's still really high up on my list. But I think this might dethrone it. It's, it's yeah, a it's great. It's great sculpt, sculpt. and it's Jesse. It's got, I mean, it's got so a lot of character. Pizza Jesus got, is is with us, right? Yeah, exactly. It's got the whole Jesse aspect from it, and. Um, 
you know, especially after Bug Eater and seeing all the awesome tributes to the Pizza Jesus Prophet and well, all that stuff. Well, just remember, we got there's one more coming you don't know about yet. They'll be here this weekend. So, Whoa. so it's pretty foreshadowing. Epic. Foreshadowing. Epic foreshadowing. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely did some hobby work before this tournament, and I'm I'm pretty pretty happy with it. And result. you just got Austin Casey's name. And, Shout and out on I'm the podcast. Sure, I'm sure he'll be really happy about well, uh, that. He'll be shirtless. Seems to be and really his, his man him. boobs will be bouncing up and down. He's very excited about <laughs> the it. The way we all like it. Exactly. Dylan, same over to you. Do you do some new hobby? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, to be I, fair, you, you've upped your hobby game, so like, I, you didn't I have to, much more to do. I had to change some infantry from uh, regiment bases to troop bases. Just that, pop them off. That, yeah, that's yeah, lame. That's lame. Yeah. Blake, how about you? Give me some hobby. Did you do some hobby for this event? I mean, you, you threw a dread fiend in your list. You have to paint it? Um, no, actually, I, 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 it was sort of painted for Lone Wolf, and I went back and redid it. I, I learned some stuff at Lone Wolf, and I tried to kick things up and down both mm-hmm. directions a little bit. Um, if you haven't seen my army, it's all fluorescent, and so that stuff's really impossible to use, and I know why nobody else's army have fluorescent paints in it. Um, you got to put like four layers just to get color on the model. Uh, highlighting fluorescence, almost impossible. That's it, dedication, folks. <laughs> well, I had a dream. Was it a black light dream? <laughs> yes, it was. Actually, actually, velvet my inspiration was those velvet black light posters that you get at the fair. Like like of Elvis or something? No, you know where there's the cobra or the, <laughs> yeah. the skeleton with the doobie that's, or, you know, all those, awesome. all those ones, you know. Because, awesome. you know, the, the fair is, like, probably the sketchiest, creepiest, cool place there is, and I thought that's a great thing for a Night Stalker army. That's awesome. Are you saying if I deep-fried your Night Stalkers, they'd be delicious? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just checking. No, but, um, and also, uh, I, I'm an ogre player, too, and that Jesse uh, Warlock is freaking fantastic. The pose is, it, a lot of, the it, you don't pick the pose up in the pictures, really, you don't. Uh, it's it's just it's so it's awesome. good. It is yeah, it's so nice. good. It's, it's subtle but dynamic. Like yeah, it's really, yeah. Really it just looks really powerful. You know, it, it, it's great. But yeah, I did that. And then um, last night I got a wild hair. And um, last made, night, like as in the night before you were flying out for an event. Yes. Um, I, I I made tokens for my upgrades. Oh, that's cool. So you know, just did you three D print them or just made no, them from hand? Actually, okay. So Jesse's boots. Uh, I went to one of my ogre minis and I cut the feet off and glued it on a gold base. Cool. <laughs> For my potion the caterpillar, I found a reaper model of looks like a centipede or something. I'm disappointed. I was hoping you were gonna say a caterpillar. It, I went yeah. outside and got a caterpillar. You know what? I couldn't find one. <laughs> Spray so, it in varnish, dried it out right. real quick. <laughs> For the sharpness, I, I got a I took a, a butcher arm, which would you know that's that weird technically mm-hmm. thing, and I want to paint it like it's smoke instead and holding a sword. But I didn't have one, and the game store was closed. But I want to put it coming out of a cauldron. Oh, that'd be cool. So, yeah. so just as you know, it's just kind of fun, a little, little better. It's those extra bits though that take the army from like cool to oh, it's amazing. Well, it was really hard because I was trying to figure out well, what do I do for the bases? Because I want them to stand out, but I don't want them to look weird. So, and they sort of do, but I just painted them gold. You know, you you spent the money. You know, have the gold right there on the base with the boom re- representation, and that that way it's easy for you to see, easy for your opponent to see, and yeah, and you can throw. I can throw it on any army. Yeah, John, over to you, hobby. I I did so much hobby for this, and the goal is you'll never know it. 
Well, I, to be fair, you live with Jackson, obviously. Well, that's not help. And that's well, the that's, opposite of that. Right. Well, you're painting his army. That's distract. Well, I mean, he, <laughs> I, I hands off his orcs. What what he's done, other than what he, we got yeah. uh, someone else, Billy, to do a little bit of. That's him. That that big uh, uh, wing slasher. That's all him. him. That's awesome. All him. So he's getting better. And the the old guard, the man. That's him. But what I did was I got a, two more regiments of uh, some infantry and made, painted them to match what I already had. So I got to I got to do that. Crank those guys out. Someone recommended a king uh, with with the wings of honey eggs. So I pulled out a, a figure older than half the room and converted it and printed it up. And that's great. It looks beautiful. It's crap in my army. It doesn't synergize with anything. Throw that in the closet. Uh, I took a cannon that I had and then I took a still in the blister GW cannon from about 1994 and pulled it out and painted it to match. So if they look exactly the same, mission accomplished. But other, other than that, everything I did, and I did quite a bit, was just to make it look like everything else. Right. What makes you want to attend the Masters event? I mean, between Countercharge hyping it up and just all the other people in the community hyping it up, it's, it's really the marquee event um, where you get to meet everybody from all around the nation. I, I would never get to see the like Northeast guys ever. Is that really really missing out? Or <laughs> I mean, that remains to be seen. I've only had a couple conversations. Okay. But uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I like Mike a lot. Mike Mike Ross is a good guy. <laughs> good I, I think Greg is pretty cool too. Greg too. Greg uh, too. <laughs> but yeah, I just think uh, it's it's just one of those cool community melting pot moments right. where it just doesn't happen outside of Masters, where you don't get to meet all these random people. You know, because I've seen a lot of people from the south. I've seen a lot of people from the mountain region. But I've, you know, seen only a couple from the west coast. I've only seen a couple from, like, Minnesota, the Midwest kind of right. area. And you, and you then, get everybody. Yeah. Every you, area you is represented, get to even see, if it's just a sliver. Exactly. You someone's here. Every single From Alaska to Florida to. And, and that's a really special moment. And anytime I get to just share the same things that I love with other people that have the same interest in the thing that I love. Like that's a huge thumbs up. From Passion. Me. That's that's you. Yeah. That's in a, in a nutshell. Dylan, same question to you. Yeah. I mean, I think you just, I mean, kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, just, you know, barring the normal, you know, GT environment of, you know, hanging out with friends, you know, having a drink, you know, just chill, laid back, a little mini, little mini vacation, so to speak. It's being able to do that with people you've never met, you know. Um, and regions you've never been able to visit you get to meet people from those regions and you get a taste of these other metas um as far as like health of the game and everything and i think it's just i don't know it's a melting pot it's a it's just a good this is a good old time good old it's a good old time good old time time. blake how about you Uh, for me it's kind of like um you know having a favorite show and and this is the finale, season finale. You know, it's a good way to describe it. It's a good, you know, it's, Ooh, I like that. It's but the only problem is, you guys. What, what do you say? All the people that were not part of the cast that aren't here. We're the special guests. You're the special guests. Yeah, exactly. Special guest stars. We're, we're the, the guys that are in the episode, like episode 22, that you're like, wait, hold on. <laughs> you gotta look him up on IMDb. Oh, I remember I know that, guy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. That guy. Butler that's number us. two. That's all yeah. of us. Like, that, that's this whole uh-huh. podcast right here. No, but I mean, it, it is like these guys are saying, where it is a little bit of a vacation, and it's a vacation to do what we really love, you know, and enjoy. Um, it, it's awesome because it pushes us to work on our armies and get them right. It, you, you're, 
I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to get just destroyed here, but I'm going to have a great time because this is my first, this is my first one, and these lists are so gnarly, and the players that are running them are ready to just run over you, and you're still going to have the best time ever, you know? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's what it is. And, and like they're saying, you know, I'm going to get to hang out and meet people that I wouldn't normally you know, within a thousand miles of my house, you know, so. Absolutely. John, same question to you. Well, it's the Masters, and once I became aware that it existed, like, hey, it'd be great if I was ever good enough to go to that. That's, like, never going to happen, but, hey, it's, that's fun. Because when I started signing up uh, my son and I for GTs, it was because that's where we got to play. So someone said, how many practice games do you get for this? Like, practice? I'm I'm here to play, so We're I'm probably about practice. Yeah, practice. Practice. <laughs> Not a game. We don't need to Not practice, Randy. <laughs> yeah, so it's I just show up and play, and I don't care. I mean, I, I like to win. I, I enjoy winning. I, I really, you know, gripes me when I do something stupid to lose. Like, well, I shouldn't have done that, but I show up to play, and I'm here to play. And let's face it, everybody up in this room is competing for second to last place. So I'm here to roll dice, have some fun, push some <laughs> figures around. I'm not going to win everything. I'm hoping to not go winless. So I'm going to have a lot of fun. And this is, it was within driving distance, mini vacation for the family. And I'm fortunate that in the in the southeast region, I get some bleed over from the far south. I get some bleed over from the south. I get some bleed over from uh, Mike Carter and his bunch up there. Midwest. Yeah. So I I get to meet all these people in my in these GTs I show up for to get crushed in. And then I get to meet everybody else I see on Facebook or on the YouTube uh, battle reports, everything. Yeah. So, next question. Obviously, we've only had a little bit of time here, right? It started up today. But so far, how's the atmosphere been? Absolutely beautiful. Uh, it's just been a wonderful melting pot of just all the different people, all the different regions, all the different reasons to show up, whether you're a painter, whether you're a real hardcore gamer. I mean, everyone just vibes so well with each other. I, I don't know how else to explain it other than, like, everyone's just really happy to be here. And it's just a great time off of work. It's just a good time to just chill out and just hang out with people that love the same thing that you love. I don't know what else to say other than that. No, it's perfect. Dylan? Yeah, I mean, he nailed it again. Um, It's just, it's a great atmosphere. I mean, there's, we got, we got some rock and roll in the background going on. We got people having drinks, people having a good time. Frivolity um, is flowing with the alcohol, and the event hasn't even technically started yet, no. and everybody this is just having a good old water. Time. Just so you know, yeah. what's that? <laughs> it's it's mountain region water. It's yeah, not, it's yeah, not yeah. Actually, you know, it's just it's just water from. It's just the opening act, though. Travis's room. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Blake, atmosphere. Oh, well, and I know you just got here. Yeah, but. no, no, no. It's like like these guys say, it's fantastic. It's like I don't know. It, <clears throat> Even if you don't know people, you know people, you know, and it, it, everybody's just kind of walking up and introducing themselves and, uh, you know, people that I've only played UB with or people that I've only talked to online or whatever, you know, uh, hugs around, you know, that kind of thing. And it's it's just, uh, like I said, it's the season finale. This is like a celebration for all the people that have worked to get here and that have... That, that played everybody else who didn't, you know, and this is just kind of a, 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 a gathering of, you know, super happy like minds. Yeah, I mean, one of the disappointing things is obviously with coming off the back of COVID, we couldn't do the best of the rest thing that we did back when we. So, 
because at that event in New York, we had, you know, 50 or 60 hour players where it didn't make the match. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Right. So, and hopefully in the future, once COVID is completely behind us, you know, that becomes a thing. That would be awesome. So we have, you know, it's sort of like you got the NCAA basketball tournament and then the NIT all played in the same room. It's freaking fantastic. John, same question to you, sir. Atmosphere. Oh, yeah, it's it's great. And I just I love uh, looking at the models and all the display boards and the great paint jobs. And I'm just running around taking pictures and just drooling over all the all the great armies. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that I recognize some people, not just people from the southeast, but people I know and people that names are familiar through the fanatics or whatever. And I'm terrible with names. So forgive me when I mess your name up, but I'm going to work on it. We need name tags. I agree. Actually, that would be probably the number one thing I'd want to change. I, mean, I don't it's know why. Like your name tag and then your region that you come from. But I bet you that would be, tomorrow that would go he's going to go to Staples. He's going to come back with a box. He's going to have a table. Don't count on it. Don't count on it. <laughs> so let's go. Let's flip the order this time. John, start with you. You know, what are you enjoying most about the tournament? You mentioned some of it when you talked about the atmosphere. But so far, what's been the, the highlight? really kind of just seeing people that I haven't seen in a while because like I said it was an abbreviated season and some of the people at some of the GTs that I that I get to see and, and talk to I haven't really seen in a while and, and, and honestly it, it's really cool to get to reconnect with some people just in the couple of regions that, that are adjacent to the southeast mm-hmm. and then of course all these other people I'm gonna you know make an impression on whether it's <laughs> smear on the bottom of their boot or whatever but I'm uh, hopefully John Blakemore, the tournament trampoline. <laughs> if you're not first, the last. Everybody, right. Ricky Bobby, <laughs> never been, been through words. Blake, over to you. Um, I'm just happy, like hearing all these people that are having problems getting their flights in and this, that, and the other. There's been a few, yeah. I, I got bounced three times on my flights, and then I ended up having to get on with America. And I'm like, okay, that one's okay. I could deal with that. Okay, that one's okay. And then, no, no, that is not going to work, period. And I had to sit on the phone for three and a, three three and a half hours with them on hold before I could you. fix it. And were you at the airport already when you were? No, doing? no, no, no. This was way before that, so gotcha. that was nice. Um, so, and then there was a thing with work where I was—I don't even want to go into it, but this is a bad weekend for me to take off. That's I got gotcha. you. Just put it that way. Hey, D- Dylan commiserates. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I ended up getting that, and then. Uh, <laughs> so there was a big fire out in Reno. There was an earthquake. There was all kinds of weird natural disasters going on. And I'm like going, everything is trying to keep me from here. So when I finally got the, off the shuttle and in here and got my room keys, everything just kind of, kind of. Sound like out. a bush can opening up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, so now it's just been really cool to, you know, walk around and, 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 you know, uh, hey, uh, you know, I'm Blake, and they're like, oh, I'm so-and-so. Whoa, we talk all the time on Fanatics or on Countercharge or wherever, and it's just like, oh, cool. And, you know, like I said, getting hugs from people that I've got only played UB games mm-hmm. with and stuff and having a few beers. It's nice. Same question, highlight so far? Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been great. Um, yeah, I had a hurdle. I had a... Uh, had someone try to ruin my weekend, but we're here now and we're having a good time. Um, just soaking up the good atmosphere, the good and, vibes, the good vibes, yeah, getting yeah. those good vibes. Yeah, making up for the bad vibes. Exactly, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, Tyler. 
Yeah, I love what Dylan said earlier. It's just being around like-minded folks that just love the same things that you love. It's just unlike anything else. You know, it doesn't matter what region of the country you're from. Like, everyone here loves Kings of War. Everyone here loves the competitive vibe. Everyone loves just hanging out in general. And so it, it all just comes together in this beautiful, like, soup of just delicious wonderfulness. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just great to be around other people that just love to be here. And uh, honestly, I can't wait for the weekend. I can't wait to start with my actual competitive yeah. games because I want to see what happens. John. Who's somebody you met you hadn't met before? New, new person you met today? These two. So Blake and Dylan. <laughs> no, Dylan, I played. Oh yeah, so, he was a he so was Tyler at Blue City. He was at a one day. That's he, true. He stomped me on the ground at a one day. He stomps me on every time he gets a chance. I mean, I swear, yeah. But these these two gentlemen from the other side of the yeah yeah mountains, yeah. Blake, question, same question. That gentleman right there. Tyler, I watch, watch his Dead Zone videos, and I didn't even recognize him until he said something. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a face that oh, come only on. a mother can love, come right? On. <laughs> Dylan, well, you know everybody already, right? I have... Did you meet anybody new? <laughs> Looking around the room to see if I can... But yeah, I met a bunch of new people, and names are still flying yeah. around. Yeah. That's why we need name tags. That guy. No. That other guy. <laughs> well, Nick. Nick Murray. Nick, Nick Murray. Yeah, yeah just met him. Hand a second ago. Yeah. yeah. Nice yeah, guy. It's been really fun meeting all the Reno guys. Honestly, that's like a whole brand new scene that I've never met before. We went out to lunch. You know, we hung out. It's just really fun to meet just brand new people. Nick, Ryan, these guys are awesome. It's just really fun to just know that there's lots of other people around the country that are thinking the same way I am and who are just as excited about yeah. an event like this that I am. So it's, it's, just, it's just a really special time. Well, Masters is an event where it's sort of out of the book, right? Playing regular scenarios, regular scoring, no, like, giant kaiju monsters, no special whatever. What's, what's your guys' thought on that, way. John? <laughs> well, as a dwarf player... Some of the scenarios are like, I look at it and say, okay, that's a loss. Okay, that's a win. I'm going to win that one. I'm going to lose that one. So, like, dominate, you probably feel pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy to dominate. Control, dominate. probably pretty good. Uh, that's There you go. Yeah. Loot, uh, loot can go straight to hell. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting across the board. I'm not picking that thing up. I'm not getting it. And Just hope you can shoot them off the table or something. Oh, yeah, you uh, you won't have it, but I'm not going to get it either. I'll, I'll make you drop it. But, yeah, so, so some, it's, it's very paper, rock, scissors anyway, you know, but... It's, I don't care. I'm, I'm here to play, roll some dice, push some little plastic and metal men around the table. Absolutely. Same question to you, sir. Just straight out of the book, Kings of War. Is that new to you or is that... So, um, it's not new to me at all, but um, so in Reno, we do a, like we have a Thursday casual night, which I think is the most and best way to build community there is, is to have a casual night where people can come in, meet the community. They know they can always kind of pick up a game or whatever. But what we do on Thursday night, or at least we had for a while, was uh, someone rolls scenario, and then we all play the same scenario, which is really a cool way to do it because that really gets everybody, you know, after a couple of weeks, you really, really know the scenarios mm -hmm. well and you understand how they work. And, and it, 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 it's easier to answer questions if everybody's playing the same scenario. <laughs> For sure. Awesome, Dylan. I'll tell you what, um, without trying to brag on the South region too much, again. Uh, Humble brag? They, they have some of the craziest scenarios in the South. 
So I honestly think it's one of the reasons why the South team does so good at Masters is because it's like dialing it back down to easier medium because <laughs> like, they're just going normal stuff right out of the books. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing crazy from left field throwing anybody off. Yeah. Tyler, same question to you. I mean, it's 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 really cool just to see everyone leveled down to the same playing field. There's no, how can I cheese this character to work with my list? There's no, how can I make this monster be the best it could possibly be just because I happen to have it? It's just, uh, it brings it back to basics, and that's exactly what you want to see to see who is the best at the best. Well, so follow-up question, this, this event's all about the best general, essentially. Battle, I mean, battle, yeah. battle, battle, battle. How does but that? There's end? also some amazing paint. No, here too. Uh, right, but like let's, but let's, let's not, not that doesn't not lie here. Doesn't there's get some you incredible right, yeah. But that doesn't get you master. True that. If, if battles the, is the king dog here, does that affect anything for you? It change anything? I mean, you know, to some degree, you want to perform well during the battle. Obviously, that's the goal of every tournament. But especially masters, you want to you want to represent, especially if you're being branded as the noobs on on counter charge. You want to. You want to. You want to have a players. To prove. You're not new players. True. You're just. You've now reached a higher status. Way to. Way to spin that. Masters right. virgin. But yeah, basically. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> like Masters virgin. Ooh. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's a thing. Hey now. All right. Same question. To you. I mean, b- battle, battle, battle. Best general. Yeah. I mean. That's in your wheelhouse, man. Smashing face, right? It's all about that battle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean. Uh, I mean, we still have. I mean, honestly, depending on your perspective, first Paragon may uh, be more of a generous award than Master. Uh, you're not technically winning the event, but you're you're getting what is equivalent to a best overall at the U.S. Masters. Right, they have the Paragon. Yeah. yeah, which I mean, which would be phenomenal, a phenomenal award to win. I myself, I have no aspirations. I'll have sweaty palms just getting in the top ten if that's even doable. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're just here to have fun. John, same question to you. You know, best general. Is that what you normally go for at the uh, of other events? Are you a hobby guy? I mean, it, has the fact that this focuses on battle changed anything about anything? No, it doesn't change anything because I, I don't I don't play for sportsmanship. I just I just play, and I, that's the guy that I'm trying to teach my son to be. It's the guy I am. Yeah. I just I just play, and it'd be friendly, shake hands. I try to win. I don't I don't try to do anything, you know, shady, cheeky, yeah, cheeky yeah. or anything. And and as far as paint goes, I, look, I'm I'm never going to win best painted because look at the, my competition. But I am equally not ashamed to put my figures on the table. You know, this isn't like like spray prime and and, hot and dry brush to put it out there. So. Best bat, best general. That's fine. Same question to you, sir. At my heart and core, I'm a general. I started off playing miniatures games, playing ancients, way back when in the in the 80s and late 70s. So that's that's my that's my thing. The hobby, you know, I like to make a good showing, but you know, I do it for me more than anything else. That's the right answer, you know, right? Do it for somebody else. You're doing it the wrong. Right, right, right. I mean, and. Uh, you know, sportsmanship, I always like to, you know, I, I really appreciate that Kings emphasizes that and makes it uh, something that's worthwhile. Um, there's so many other games out there where being a complete jerk is accepted and and kind of even, like, reveled in. Kings wouldn't even pay. You wouldn't put up with that at all, at all. Right. I mean, that guy's going to get... Gonna get 
toasted. So, I mean, we got to remember why we're doing this. We're doing this to have fun. So, you know, make it as fun for you and the other guy and kick their ass while doing it. I mean, you know, that's 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 it, right? All exactly. in a nutshell. We have four real players, and we were joined by Felix the Merc. So, Felix, thanks for joining us. That, that's right. I am the Merc. I guess to answer your question, uh, I've been here long enough to hear all the other questions. Uh, I'm actually here to kick into bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. If I was that good, I'd be proud to actually say that. Uh, More like all out of ass. <laughs> I'm here to bring up the sports level of the Pacific Northwest. because. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of hard players in the Pacific Northwest. A lot of mercs, a lot of, like, probably half the North. Brad McKay. Is no, he's Mountain. He's, he's Mountain. We reeled him into the Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Mountain, mountain is right. stacked this year. About half, about half the Northwest are dojo players. So final so. question for tonight. Well, we're going to record again tomorrow night. And we'll get a snapshot of where you guys are. But it's time to put up or shut up. Where are you going to be after day one? I'm going to you're, you're destroy gonna Tom Annis. Okay. I'm going to put that on, on record? record. You're going to put the beat down on Yeah, I, I feel so like So what's your record after handles. day one? Four games. Ooh, four games? I'm guessing 3-0-1. I'm feeling pretty good. So three wins and a draw? We'll see. Okay, all right. Very if you're going to aim... I mean, you can aim, aim high. high. I don't want to aim low. The, ch- the I mean, chances are the boat, the arrow's not going to come and hit you. Exactly. So it hit somebody else. <laughs> so, Dylan. Well, uh, knowing my history, I, like I said, I usually, my only games I ever get to play are at GTs. So I'm always rusty on my first game. So I usually just go to a GT rotting off my first game. So if we do three and one tomorrow, I'll be happy. Good. Felix? I think I'd be happy with two and two. I'm just here to help everyone has a good time, have fun. But, awesome. Uh, yeah. Blake? I'm going to try to go for two and two. Actually, if I get two in the tournament, I'm, I'm totally stoked about that. At Lone Wolf, I shot for two. I got three. You were like, so, woo! So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't throttle back after I get to my yeah. goal, you know? Yeah. yeah. John? Uh, I hope to go uh, not winless. That's what that's that's what I'm going for, and I think I'm. So you're thinking one and three tomorrow? I'm thinking right, yeah, yeah, or, or one, two, and one. One, like, two, and one. You know, I feel like this is just a big, a big way to just you know call us out and see how confident we are, and then be like, yeah. ah, you idiot, hey, you, you went zero and four. Hey, you I mean, it, it depends. Yeah, you know, it depends on the army you're facing because yeah, this scenarios matchups, well, paper rock scissors. Some armies are designed to take others out. Exactly. Some, some of your are, are, are kryptonite, and others. It's yeah. the scenario. Exactly. I get the right. Uh, the right opponent in the right scenario. That's the beauty I'm of walking. the game, right? Yeah. I mean, there's always a puncher's chance. Yeah. And yeah. plus, we have a game where dice and probability yeah. are always a factor. Dice are going to happen. Yeah, dice are going to happen. Dice are going to happen. I mean, that's how Jake wins anything at uh, Masters. So. <laughs> well, all right, gentlemen. Tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, we're going to get a recap of how day one went. And then uh, we'll record again with you after Masters and as we're looking back finally on this great weekend. Can't so, wait. Can't wait. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. All right, well, we got the band back together. We, we chatted last night. We got the first timers. It's Tyler, Dylan, Felix, Blake, and John. We're going to go around the horn and kind of get a feel for how things went on day one. Talk about some of your predictions and where you're sitting. And uh, let's start with John. How's your day going so far? Well, I'm not completely a loser. I got a draw out of it. It took some fancy dice rolling and lots of I've had more snake eyes on both sides of the table today. My, my opponents and me than I've seen in a long time. And, you know, dice are going to dice. So I end up uh, 
03 and 1. But in my defense, my fastest unit is speed four, and I had invade and push and loot. And you, you had some unfavorable scenarios being uh, pulled for. Even Salty Earth is not good for dwarves. I, I screwed myself out of that one because I burnt a token that cost me a draw. Oh. Uh, That's what you call being a moron. Yeah. But I did it. So you're 0 3 and 1, John? Is that what I'm hearing? I'd say out of yes. Three losses and a, and a tie. Blake, how's your day going so far? Well, it's been an adventure. How so? Well, I tied my first game in turn seven. Against who? Uh, Chris Murphy. Yep, so a Northeast player with a really, really pretty army. Monster Mash Basalians. Killed all the pretty stuff. So, yeah, I ended up tying them in that. And then um, my next was uh, Travis Timms, 91-shot goblin army. How'd that go? Well, you're stealthy. It's fine. You know what? Stealthy only takes care of, like, a third of that. Um, but I did have, like, the most wonderful... Third round? No, the, the most wonderful uh, thing happen in that, Sequence. you know? Yeah. Sequence of events. And then my third round, I'm thinking, well, I'm going to get someone who's, you know... Well, you're 0-2, right? Or 0-1-1. Uh, yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be a sweet little round. Mr. Dustin Howard. Who's coming off of two losses. Right. And he's not feeling, not, he's not he's not exactly friendly at this point. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Dustin and I have a really, really good relationship. And um, he's taught me a lot. And he asks me about things because he has a Night Stalker army and asks me about stuff like that. So, um, Very, very technical game. Very taxing game. And I just got... Rolled. Eviscerated. Yeah, I got rolled. And then um, my final game was against Mr. Castro here. The game the game with Felix was, uh, I was doing real good, and then all of a sudden, what happened? And then I go, okay, I've got to win for sure. I've got this sewn up. And then he takes off three units in the last turn. <laughs> so the differential changed slightly. But it was a really good game. It was fun. It's the first time I've ever played Felix. Yep. And uh, so you would play him again, is what you're saying? Anytime. Um, anybody I played, I would play again. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I got a win out of that. So I'm one, two, and one. Not too bad. Yeah. No. 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 I, I, my prediction was to take two out of the tournament. I got two more games to go. Felix, over to you. I am o three and one. Like uh, like John. Uh, yes. You guys yeah. might play tomorrow. I know. Maybe. Crush you. <clears throat> Do we need to back it up? Yeah. There's some crushing going Walk on. across the board crap or right, right. dance around a circle. Uh, so my first game was against Patrick Justice. We tied that one. Uh, it was a 9-11 game. So that was the high point of your day. Right. That's pretty uh, good. He, he learned how annoying it is to shoot at troops of dwarf clansmen. He tried to, uh, we both had two tokens. He tried to shoot one off the board, did one wound, needed an 11 to take him off, didn't. So I was like, welcome to the tie. So my reward for tying Patrick Justice was to play Brad McKay. <laughs> As a merc, right? Yeah, because yeah. he's a merc for the mountain region. Exactly. So uh, he absolutely eviscerated me. Did not blackjack me. Uh, I managed to get some attrition back. One thing I've noticed, with, at least with my list, it's going to be hard to blackjack me because I, I will punch some stuff in. So You're going to get some attrition score. Right. And so it's I've, hard to, to get that deficit. So I, I've had some, you know, I've had some 20 to 1 losses, but I'm not, gi I'm not giving up 21. So, uh, Hey, man, take your consolation prize, however you, you know. Exactly. Whatever I mean, helps you sleep. Whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> it's not going to help you sleep at night, but the bourbon <laughs> is. So. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, 
So I had that game. Then I played against uh, Jake uh, Chica Pika. Cherry Pika? Yeah, that guy. Holy sh If he could roll less than a seven on a nerf check for more than two times in the game, I would have really appreciated it. Cause yeah, I just had some of that. Yeah, he's just like, all right, you need a nine twice. Or here's an 11, and here's a 12. I'm like, well, there goes that unit. Got it. Yeah, you don't you don't need skill. You just, just need roll to high, roll really yeah. high. Okay. Yeah. Don't you guys know this? No. Yeah. Nobody? Exactly. Okay. Well, and my dice weren't really cooperating with me either. But you know, like I said, he he outplayed me. Actually, really, I, I played Jake three years ago at a, a Mountaineer. I definitely like his Abyssal Dwarf list now as it stands compared to what it was three years ago. So mm -hmm. really good game. Actually, he was one of the, my first games of Kings of War. So it's kind of kind of funny to see it come for a circle. Right, so that was a, again a, a twenty to one loss to me, and then I got to play Blake, and and we've heard about that. Right, yeah. super good game. Yeah. Uh, he definitely uh, outmaneuvered me, and then I tried to avoid him from being able to pick up my tokens on my last unit to die, but he literally rolled the one result he needed to get, which was a one. Because had he rolled a two, he probably would have overshot <laughs> like, the tokens, but he rolled a one, so he landed right on top of him. It's just like, okay, he's got. Three tokens on his my side of the board, so there you go. So it made the margin of win bigger. I mean, he's going to win anyway, but like it just made it even crazier. So exactly, uh, but super good game. I mean, I really like his Night Stalker list. It looks really good, and it's really well constructed Night Stalker list. So um, lots of sweet highlights on that army too. Yeah, yeah, sweet looking army. Uh, ho hopefully, uh, his uh, luck will return tomorrow, and he'll be able to swing up a couple more. Lady Luck's been with Mr. Dylan Scribner for some times today. No, Lady Luck's a. Okay. Well, tell me what. Tell me about. <laughs> tell me about that Saturday. All right. So, okay, I got that big dub in my first game against uh, Corey Wallitzer. Yeah. Playing ogres, which is not great. an army he plays. It was close. Yeah. It was close, right? Um, then I played. Set the stage. Let's 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 tell these guys <laughs> the story. <laughs> the an epic Alex Chavez matchup. Oh yeah, that's right. So this is like this is XUS master. Is, yeah, this is a story you're gonna tell your grandkids about because this is a this is a doozy right here. Okay. Like grandpa, time taking medicine. His shooting was hot. My combats were hot throughout their whole game. So it was like a blood fest, right? You know, we have some back and forth going on, and it ends up. I have I have one token and I've taken a token from him, and then he takes a token back from me because of the the hot dice exchange we had, and so I ended up the game on the last turn. I had two, he had one, right? And, and you time he, out, right? You you finish the turn, and I and you got no I time. I was at Tom, so we roll for seventh, and he gets a seventh turn, right? Uh. So he gets his seventh, and I don't have a seventh. He doesn't have any combat units in range. But he only has like 58 seconds. I have a horde. I have a horde sitting in uh, difficult terrain. Difficult terrain, but it doesn't matter because he uh, like a He did like 17 wounds he to it. He did like yeah. It was, it was I, stupid. It, I, was it might disordered. have been more than 20 to a. Uh, and it was two infantry two horde. regiments of flame bearers and uh, and and a, and a free right. And a free a. Uh, Warlock and two regiments. Okay, of, so I missed the warlock. Yeah, those are it crap blew him up shots. bad. And then with five seconds so left on the clock, five seconds left on the clock, all he needs is to is to kill that unit to drop the token and turn it into a draw. Snake eyes. Uh, <laughs> no way. With, with five seconds on the clock. With like right as it was going, right as it hit zero, snake eyes. <laughs> wow. Wow. It was epic. The buzzer. It was so epic. It was. Uh, yeah. It was epic. Man. It was epic. Uh, that's what that big roar was. I I heard the reaction, but I didn't yeah, know what, yeah, what happened. Yeah. So that's that's amazing. Third game I played Garrett Mercier. A fantastic game. Yeah. Great guy. Good good list. Very good player. Very right. good player. 
I'm not 100% sure that I would have won, you know, straight up anyway, just because he's a, a fantastic player. But <laughs> there's there is tents on some of the tables here. They're like little terrain. They're tents, right? Is that the mantic ones from the train? They're difficult. They're difficult terrain on some tables. And I walk up to the. They look different, but they're still tents, right? I walk up to this table and I just look at them. They look like they're removable. So I deploy my entire army thinking that's difficult terrain. And, and it not. was impassable terrain. Mm. Oh, no, really? <laughs> How'd you know? Did it say it on a sheet? Yeah, well, well, like second turn, I went to move the thing off and it didn't move. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, man, I was wondering why you were showing my your flank to me right there. And so, yeah, he because he was like nudging up. I was like, oh, my God, is that not... Yeah, so, so what is this your first master? Rookie, rookie yeah, this is your yeah. first masters? Yeah, so Apparently, you play yeah. Kings of War? Yeah. I mean <laughs> You were protecting the I those didn't units. so in my defense, in my defense we couldn't find the table map. The map, yeah. So I didn't I wasn't able to look at any of the terrain rules on the Yeah, so. table maps are missing right now. Yeah. But well, anyway, so what Mark was saying was a lot of people were playing the games last night, so they weren't able to take pictures of the maps to make uh, new sheets. So anyway, I mean, we like don't I do said, excuses; we do results. Right? And you didn't, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't make it happen. He got that W. He actually felt bad because he felt like he didn't earn it as much because I made a honest hey, mistake. A W is a W. Wait, so he gave you the W? No. Oh well. No, you win by an inch or win by a mile. W's a W. Yeah, right. Horseshoes and hand grenades. Like I said, yeah. you didn't go here by win because you screwed up. No. Yeah, yeah, he, was yeah, like, no, no. he was like, man, that really sucks that that happened. I'm but really going to have to crush you, but like, I feel yeah. bad about it. Um, I mean, it wasn't even a crushing. It was, I think it was 6-5 uh, or 6-4 or something at the end on Invade. Um, but, uh, and then my last game, I played Kyle Poole. And same thing. Trash. If the dude rolled below a a seven, it was like finding a unicorn, like (laughs) on nerve. And um, he, like when I say that Lady Luck wanted him to win so badly, we had units jam-packed together, right? And so he was in a situation where he killed a unit. He killed a unit that had three push tokens. Right, so he starts looking at it, and he was like, oh, man, I probably won't be able to get out of this because he's looking at two flanks and a front going into that unit. So he's like, all right, I uh, I choose not to pick up the tokens, and you place them down. So I placed them down as far as I could with my footprint, right? Right. When this man rolled perfectly... To not only re-pick up the tokens that he decided not to pick up before, but he was able to get out of all the flank charges. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. It was like, oh man, on the overrun, yeah. Totally planned, I was like, sure. he need, I think planned. he needed a six and rolled a six to do it. Uh, that sounds like playing against Kyle. Man. <laughs> and then there was a lot of, lot of needing eights, rolling eights and nines and stuff. And, but that happens. That happens. But so I, was, what, the game in the draw? I was able to battle back get a draw uh, so where are you sitting i don't know uh two wins 46 a loss and a tie two win two one one yeah pretty good for a first timer yeah. yeah i mean you to be fair you were the second ranked south player so yeah i ain't no scrub I ain't right no and scrub. did you ask did you, did <laughs> you just because he's a first timer yeah, doesn't say, mean I'm, he's a, I'm a scrub right, did you, would you ask yeah. did you go talk to your buddy dustin and say dustin i'm just trying to 
figure out. Oh yet. yeah, I said. Why are you all in two and I'm two? Uh, yeah, I already said. I already said. <laughs> I told the guys. I said. I was like, well, if we don't get the team award this year, it's not my fault. <laughs> but I think he's had, I think he's had two big wins now. So he's yeah, big. he beat Mike Rossi last round, and then someone's sitting at the table. Some, some, somebody who's a first timer. Yeah. All right, Tyler, you said last night. Let's start with that. You said something last night about your game with Tom Manis. Can you remember what you said? Yes. I said I was confident that I could. No. Did you just what? say you were going to table him? I didn't say I was going to table him, but I said I was going to win. Do you yeah. play I'm back? pretty sure I, I said knew, I was going to win. Queue it up, yeah. Yeah. So and you did. So well. I, yeah. So that was my game one. Was Tom Annis. I was really looking forward to it because we, you know, we almost played at the last tournament we were at, and he's just a really nice guy, uh, despite his his reputation of being a super is, spy is, and all is, that. Is he though? <laughs> I, I mean, he's a nice guy. The list and all that, whatever. Yeah, it's filth. Yeah, that's undead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. I felt well practiced for that game, and it, it really went well for me. I mean, I was rolling incredibly hot too, which definitely helped me. But I was able to table Tom Annis turn uh, at the end of the game. He had yes. no models, so yeah, that was pretty cool. That's pretty what awesome. So uh, yeah, that 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 was <laughs> a nineteen point cherry. yeah nineteen point win in my favor. Yes. I had a berserker bully that was just absolutely Do you know ridiculous. A flank and no, no, not even a flank. Runs, he, yeah. he just straight up. Took out a regiment of zombies in one go, and then if he didn't kill them, the rev cav would have got a, a rear charge on him. Oh, and so he he did that, and then he turns around and then wipes out the rev cav, <laughs> and then just takes a token for himself. Like he was just on one. He's a I mean, he, yeah, he he rolled eight <laughs> he dice, and rolled all eight hits, and then all, like all eight wounds. Yeah, like this is dumb. So you're one zero. Game two. Game two. I get Jeff O'Neill and his <laughs> goblin shenanigans that you. Yeah. How'd that go? It actually went pretty well. I I got stuck fighting Rabble one turn longer than I wanted. Uh, it, it gave him a flank charge with a giant and then slowed me down, basically so I couldn't get to that other loot counter in the middle. Um, had I killed those Rabble a little quicker, I would have been able to turn a little quicker, and I probably would have caught up to the Rabble that had the token. Uh, it was a really bloody game. He's a real gentleman. It was a really fun, fun time. Uh, I think he killed... 1800 of my points and I killed 1730 of his so our, our attrition difference was like 70 points Wow! Um, and so I, I limited my loss I did lose that one uh, so I, I got seven. 7 on that one so you lost 14 7 that's not a bad loss yeah no no smallest loss you can have right it was, yeah it was yep. it was a good loss as far as losses can go um, it was a really close game and then I got to play on stream I got to play uh, Hank Googe and his very pretty army and that was a lot of fun because I've I've interacted a ton with Hank at a lot of these events, but I've never actually got to play him. Right. And so that was really fun. Um, that game went pretty well for me. I think he made a couple little mistakes that really ended up turning into something bigger. You jumped on him. Yeah. Uh, so that was a pretty sizable win for me. Uh, that was an 18-point win. Uh, when are you so gonna start being a big boy and blackjacking people? <laughs> Look, I'm trying. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm, I'm giving it my all. Blackjack's hard. So Has there been any blackjacks all weekend? I don't think. Uh, yeah, actually, Michael Sigler from my region, he he got oh, a blackjack yeah. on. He did blackjack. Doug somebody. Blake, I think. Yeah. Okay. Don't quote me on that. I think that's true though. That, okay. that sounds about right. I was talking to Michael earlier. Uh, but yeah, um, so that was a big win. And then my last game of the day was another gun line. Uh, I got to play against Jason Britt, another gentleman. 
But another gun line. Well, it's oh, and it's a real gun line. Yeah, right. No, like, I mean, this is like got, all the archers the in the four, world. It was yeah, three cannons, uh, cannons, cannons siege artillery, the shooting. Yeah, it was. And then it's got fun. the five flyers. How does he have any fun at all with that list? Well, he wins. Winning. So. You don't <laughs> I mean, have to I'd, move. You winning don't. is fun. Actually, <laughs> I, think, I don't know. I the, the way the knights move around and stuff, yeah, I, I don't I know. I actually think, like, the movement of the flyers is very interesting. I think that's. Oh, you, that's his only units he moves is his. Flyers. No, I, I mean, he's, he's, got, he's, got two he's probably knights. the most. He's got two knights in the unit. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he's, got, mean, he's got two melee they units. Are, they are moving. He does move a lot. <laughs> he does move the units a lot. Yeah. Um, but he does have a preponderance of shooting. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was another good game. Was really it really close. Actually, <laughs> it, it ended with if he didn't kill my unit of warriors in the middle holding the token, I would have won. So you're saying if you would have um, brought siege breakers. I did bring Siege Breakers, but you, Rob. But you, but you, yeah, and they got shot. <laughs> actually, actually, they number one survived, but they had to go to the back line to turn off cannons. Um, so it, that was another good game. Uh, another minimal loss for me. So I, I ended up 2-2 two and two, um, with my losses being very small and my wins being pretty big. So, so I'm recap, sitting around like 50 points right yeah, now. Yeah, so 50 points, 2-2. Two and two. How many points in record? 46, 2-1-1. Two, one, one. Okay, so he's got five, four more points on you. He's ahead of me because my wins were small, right? Like fourteen and sixteen. You weren't trying to table people. I, I get no, it. No, it's just like there's, like I said, there's a lot, been a lot of back and forth. Exactly. It's hard. Felix, points wise, where are you sitting? Uh, thirteen. That's I rough. mean, hey, I'm in double digits. That's something. <laughs> yeah. So you're oh three and one, Blake. I, I have no idea. I didn't add him up. Doesn't uh, matter. I just play. Well, when you're when you're when you're at the bottom, does it really matter? No, no. I have one win, one tie. So, so you got whatever. Eight, you got twenty nine. You got plus, nineteen out of that one. So yeah, you're probably at twenty nine. Twenty nine plus seven, because the the goblin one was I got seven points on, and cool. then um, two or three with uh, Dustin Howard. So yeah, I'm probably mid thirties. Nice. Maybe a little more, John. Uh, I think I'm 25 because one so of my we're losses. That Felix is the one, the low man of this group. I I'm the foundation of this group. That is. So, some would say a, he's the rock. That's right, he's the, he's rock. the one that holds us all together. That's, right. a, that's an excellent. So because without the guy at the bottom, next, the whole cheerleading pyramid falls. Over. Next question. Let's go around the room. You know, what are something you learned today that you didn't know going in? Hopefully, specifically about masters, but oh, doesn't have to be. Could be about life. I learned I'm not very good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, you know, I learned that uh, I don't like uh, invade or push or uh, playing a flying circus or salt the earth. Or yeah. <laughs> I actually had a chance. That's my fault. That's that's me being dumb. Like I'll never hold this flank. I better burn this token. <laughs> uh, yeah, there it goes. That's, there's my draw. Uh, everybody here knows how to hide their stuff. Everybody here knows how to stack them up and make it make it. You know, not easy. People don't tend to make mistakes. So right. you make the mistakes or your dice uh, hate you. And between those two things, that's what I've learned. But every, I've had no bad games. I've yeah, played, that's good. Seen people right. I've seen before, had a lot of fun, shaking hands. Kissing babies. Beautiful armies. Yeah. <laughs> I can attest to the mistakes thing because the one game I made a mistake. It was a big one. It was jump, a loss. Jumped, jumped right on it. Yeah. Blake, how about you? What would you learn? Don't want to see Travis Tim's tractors. That's on the dice. Oh, the He's got the bug eater dice. dice with tractors from the sixes. Those oh dice are loaded. God, for they sure. are loaded, man. <laughs> for sure, man. I'm putting that out oh, there right yeah, now. I got, I got 30 dice, and uh, yeah, I, I hit on sixes because you're 
in the woods and everything. Oh, shoot, I got 15 hits. <laughs> wow, that's cool. <laughs> that's a lot of tractors. You don't yeah. want to see tractors. Um, no, everybody's good. Everybody, and like you said, you know, it's you got to really just watch and make sure that you don't make any mistakes because this is an unforgiving gonna, room people are gonna jump on them but you know what everybody's been super cool uh you know hey didn't you need to move that you so let's right? talk about you yeah that everybody's been super good chill about, about that. take backs or you know forgetting to do something you know what i don't like doing Barely that chill. myself yeah. in general but yeah. i don't mind giving it to other people because i need to learn to be a, a, a yeah a, a, a cleaner player and right. By making that mistake and having myself go, okay, lesson learned, you know, mm-hmm. I really need to have that. And so I'll I- tell you what, Jason Britt is the cleanest player I have ever seen in my life. I mean, he's got the proxy base before he does like anything. He's constantly asking, is this, is this all right with you? I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah, go for it. Um, but it's just like the cleanest possible game I could even picture like there's he is times where you would ask about like a cock die and I'm like that's obviously not a cock die it's 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 fine well like, at least he has some integrity then <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know about his list but <laughs> yeah. but he, he he as a person nah, he, he's very a really clean nice guy. really he's nice a guy southeast right yeah yeah well, he's uh, been Atlantic Atlantic now. Yeah, he was, yeah. Oh, right, he was yeah. a sons of Vulcan yeah the, yeah 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 Atlantic so same question to you Felix you know what uh, would you learn what did I learn going through my list, I was like, you know, is it a great list? No. Is it a good list? Eh, probably not. But it's not Dustin Howard's list, so I'm taking that pride point with me. <laughs> that I'm, just, I'm not playing his list. Right. So You are different. Right. I mean, so are spoons with holes in them, you know. <laughs> they're different. They're not necessarily useful <laughs> or that good, but they're different. So I'm, I'm the slotted spoon right now. So, um... I mean, I play against uh, my normal play group is two regular master players, anyways. Kara and John Kara Carter. And John Carter. So, mm-hmm. and then Eric Trowbridge, if I feel like really driving more than an hour to get my ass kicked. Um, <laughs> so nothing in, in terms of like the game plan on the table because I'm used to that. But uh, like you said, I mean, they really do take advantage of mistakes. I don't feel like I made a whole bunch of mistakes, but like John said, if your dice hate you, like uh, you know, you. Survi- your opponent survives on the reroll I, by one. It's like, well, well, yeah, you know, what's interesting about this room though? Like, oh, I took two losses, and my reward is to play Dustin Howard, right? Like, right. like you know, <sighs> like as you're dropping down. Normally in a normal tournament, you're finding people of equal level. It's, yeah. Right? And this one, it's like, ooh. So I mean, even at the bottom, there's cream, right? right? Like, but I mean, in terms of like, I'm not necessarily learning anything, but getting so far four games against opponents I've never. Well, I played against Jake before, but like, three of my four opponents are new, and they've been great games. I mean, it's still it's four great games with four great people that I don't normally get to play against. So, like, I'll take that. So, absolutely, yeah. Same question to you, Dylan. You know, what'd you learn? The biggest takeaway of today is if you can't find the terrain map, ask your opponent. Discuss the terrain. Say, what is this supposed opponent? to be? And yeah. you come to an agreement so you understand that because we set the terrain ourselves. Because there was no map, so we had there was stuff that was bunched up and everything. So we moved it around and everything, right. and uh, I just it just didn't dawn on me to like go through what is this, what do you want to play this mm-hmm. as, blah blah blah. Because because I still had the map, you know, the, all the preset stuff in my head. But man, other than that, it's been four great games. I am two thirds of the way to my goal of getting three wins. Tyler, question to you. A few takeaways for the day. I. 
need to practice against gun lines a little more, uh, just because. Dude, it's I, required. I it's a skill that a lot of people don't have. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm doing poorly, but I feel like if I had, you know, done it a few times well, in my career, up, I think it could be. You're the army better. the gun lines like because. Oh, I know they can see me can everywhere, see everywhere yeah. all the time. Ogres like, are like, oh god. And you got that low nerve. And there was a right. hill in the deployment zone for him. Who put Kill a hill me. in the deployment zone? Uh, the map. The yeah. one we had a map too. I thought that yeah. was like a thing we we wouldn't do that. Well, I think it says twelve inches on the map. Not this one. I, this I've was had a literally couple, on the. And I've never gotten practice because they don't put hills in deployment zones in the southeast. So like, what do I do with this? I feel like I have to put something in there to take advantage of it, and I screw it up. <laughs> Speaking of hills, uh, that's another thing I've learned is that I really don't like these hills. Like no, physically, no. They're way too tall. They're yeah. they're like cliff sides, and it, then all your stuff falls off all the time. Yeah, my like if you're even like the... remotely close to like a hill, you guys are teetering and falling off. Um, oh, so. there's that one round hill over there. Where it looks like it looks like two parts of a female anatomy pushed together, <laughs> and the thing is like perfectly round, and you can't even put wedges or stairs or anything in there to keep stuff on it. It's, yeah. it's amazing. In my game against Brad, I had like a three-inch tall hill, and I'm like, I'm prepared to support a two-inch hill, but like I'm having to take pieces of terrain and like stuff it in between just the whole right. units of them. There, like, there's crap. one over there that's got like spikes on it and stuff and skulls and everything like there's no way I'm balancing three oh, I know I know I know three which one you're talking on about. this thing yeah. there's no way stop having said all that whoever brought terrain yeah for the it, masters all of it we is, love you it's really pretty Thank though you. I mean awesome everything's really beautiful. pretty I just don't like the you are the MVP you might oh, want to cut sorry, sorry to like dump on that. That's the only <laughs> and, thing that's driving me crazy. And I, Especially because I, I have like the metal Berserker Brave models that weigh like a thousand pounds and they just fall over all the time. Gotcha. So, I, I you know, there's I, that. I really like the amount of terrain too. It just seems like a really good balance. No, I love all the maps. I think all the maps, I'm, yeah, I maps definitely want to like keep track of these so I can, you know, set them up at home and stuff because yeah. there's been some really interesting stuff too. It's, yeah. They're not all the same. They're not all, you know. Oh, no, no. And they have a, like a theme, which is Yeah, really there's cool. a theme. Ours was like yes. a very like, almost like Asian it, Yeah, yeah, yeah. For ours. Yeah, I got cool. to play at the Alamo. That was pretty cool. Right on, right did on. You, did you remember it? <laughs> yeah, it actually saved my saved my ass. <laughs> it, it blocked it blocked my guy who had all the push tokens. So, so. all right, John, what's, did, well, let me just open it up to anybody. Did anybody see anything really cool? Oh like, my like lord. Like either armies yes. or widgets. Um, okay. not widgets. I haven't seen anything I haven't seen before. Um, but Marcelo, I, I forgot his last name starts with an R. Mm -hmm. Ruko or something like that? Yeah, Ruko. Um, his Brotherhood Army? If you haven't looked at Brother this guy's Mark? army, it's make beautiful. sure you look oh, at it. Oh, it's older than Brother Mark, yeah. It yeah. is the most gorgeous thing. <clears throat> like, yeah. it, every single shield is a free-handed, like, painting on every single shield huh. like every guy has you know a bunch of heraldry and stuff and so like this guy will have like a dragon on his shield this guy will have a lion and like blows me away yeah. I mean that was an easy player's choice for me uh, where, I just couldn't believe it where I see st dudes do stuff like that is historicals right those guys get yeah these are like old Bretonians and I don't even really like Bretonians I mean I love knights and I love that stuff but like I've never been just floored by models quite like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. especially because it's new to me. I think, I think the more tournaments you go to, and the more times you see really pretty models, it gets harder What's and harder old to is be new like. With you, Tyler. Right? You get, yeah, exactly. You get it, gets, it gets hard to be like, yeah, yeah. you know, oh well, I've seen this before. You know, anybody else? So, anybody else have anything? They want I to think show? a lot of the the buildings are great. I know a lot of them are three D printed. 
but they're the paint jobs are great. I've oh, been taking paint pictures. Jobs the terrain is fresh. The paint like, it doesn't feel like it's wore out like most. No, the, right. the paint jobs on some of the terrain is better than people's armies in here. It's way better than my uh, Blake. I'm right here. White buildings sitting at home. <laughs> I put it out and stacked saw, up. You saw my crap. Round two. You guys gonna go fight again? <laughs> Anyone else got anything? I got a rematch. <laughs> Dylan, did you see anything? Dylan's not. He, he's he's hard to impress. Let's be no, honest. I had a notification. Um, wow. So yeah, he's the, really good. That's what it is. The, no. <laughs> I have a soft spot for dinosaurs, so I really like Kyle Poole's army. Oh, yeah. But as far as models that <laughs> something that stuck out. Oh, Britain, uh, Britain's giants. If you haven't looked at those uh, up close yeah, yet. Yeah, they're rad. Spare, they're not gorgeous. being able to stand. Uh, Britain's yeah. giants and Ryan Munsell's salamanders look really good. And they yeah. played each other on a stream. So if you yeah, guys want to awesome. watch it, you can wow. see their whole awesome. game. Okay, so I'll be one, in my bunk. one thing I saw that was completely different. There is a building with chicken legs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's sweet. Yeah, it it's is pretty sweet. <laughs> I got to somehow figure out how to do something. We just buy it and then paint it. And then where am I going to get the chicken legs? No, it comes no, with it. Comes it comes with it. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, buy it's, yeah. you buy it. Uh, WizKids makes it. I think Reaper or latest yeah, bones You can go to the game store Are and buy it. Are you serious? Yeah, I thought yeah, I was yeah. going to have to, No, you know, no, it's a house in the make, make, make a crippled chicken. <laughs> no, they have one in our store. Get yeah, a taxidermy chicken. Maybe 20 bucks, 25 bucks. No, no Blake, your dreams of a chicken hut is <laughs> within your grasp. <laughs> Yo, that would be next army. Make a I'm cool all starry-eyed right now. <laughs> make a cool all right, night so regiment, just a house. Tyler, who's the who's somebody that you met first time? You didn't know coming into this weekend, and you met, and you wanted to give him a shout out. Jason Britt, really, really cool dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm just floored by how technical and, and fun it so you're, was. Like, like, you're even though was, how great he is, and still kicks your butt. Yeah, really. It was it was really funny. Kind of reminds me of like Justin Timberlake a little bit. Like he's like a really nice guy. He's just you know kind of got that soft spoken voice. Yeah, just reminds me of that. Okay. <laughs> just saying. I just all right. Jason probably doesn't listen to this, but I wonder how his singing voice is. Wow. <laughs> that I do not know. I heard he's bringing sexy back. <laughs> Dylan, how about you? Did you meet anybody? You know, yeah, I never met Alex Chavez. <laughs> and then you beat him. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it was a technicality. But. <laughs> well. Win by an inch or win by a hey, mile. Right, exactly. Yeah. Felix, you know everybody, so probably not. No, actually, the Reno guys, because they're new to the scene. Yeah, like, I only met like oh, Blake yeah, the Reno guys and maybe Nick, cool. I think. Yeah, I met Ryan. A, yeah. And I, well, I met Ryan this weekend for a fresh first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Right, so yeah. I had met, uh, I talked to Nick on After Dark. I think I talked to Ryan once on After Dark, but I hadn't met any of these guys, so meeting them has all been super cool. And I've, I've loved what they brought to the West because they actually like, have an actual region now, not just like four guys out of California. Exactly. Yeah, and Nick's so. been having a good tournament too. Yeah. Well, it's three and one. Yeah. We yeah. have about twenty guys. Yeah. They've they've like doubled the size of the West region just by their inclusion. So nice. really, yeah, me, awesome. You know, Ryan and Blake and Nick and all that stuff in person yeah, yeah. is really cool. So that's that's, that's my. How about you, Blake? Who'd you meet? Mr. Castro. Who? It's a shout out after you. <laughs> Well, you beat it's, him. It's because so he won. That's it's why. Like, it's like, no, but he's super fun to play. No, he is. I play him. He's great. Travis Tim. Like I said, the Tractor King. John Deere. I just himself. love Travis when you, when you watch him. He's got that stupid stance. He's got his hand in a box of cereal. And he's just mowing. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah. I know exactly, brand, I know exactly like what you're talking about. Like dry raisin brand. Yeah. He's going to town. He's a savage. Yeah. That's why. And I'm like, that's, you that's over a flex. What a redneck. And then Chris Murphy, who probably could be like one of those preachers for Basalians, you know, like <laughs> like a TV preacher for him. It's like, oh, 
praise the shining ones, you know, in the middle of the game and stuff. He's he's hilarious and fun to play and That's and, awesome. a, and such a gentleman. Yeah, Chris I Mindy. mean, like literally, he uh, yeah, Chris Murphy. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, no, he's he's like I said, he, he just seems like he could be like one of those TV preachers for That's for awesome. the Basilians. Yeah, calling him Pastor Murphy. Pastor oh, you John, Father Murphy. Over to you, Father. sir. <laughs> yeah. Who'd you meet? The Reno guys. Blake is a really great guy. I got to play Ryan. But I also got to meet a, uh, a fellow dwarf supporter who's always liking my, my pictures on Facebook, Randy Davis. Randy's a local, was not playing. He just showed up to come and hang out for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we. <laughs> Stunny's got a And Randy's each other. got a crazy army where it's like every range of dwarves known to man, he's got models in his army, whether it's Cyborg or. Yeah. Mantic or GW. If it's a dwarf, nice. it's in his army, yeah. That's awesome. Final thoughts for tomorrow. What's what's the plan, Tyler? I'm excited. I'm ready for more. Hopefully not another gun line. That would be great. Uh, We've I'm, only faced two. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that's that's where that stops. And I also want to make sure I don't end up playing Garrett, because yeah, that would drive me crazy, because I think we're pretty similar in Is points Pacific right Northwest? now. No, no, no Garrett's mountain. in Mountain, because the, the immunity goes away. tonight. Yeah, I would... I would like to get out of here without playing any of the the blue seed brawlers South like guys. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I already had to play Kyle. I've I've never gotten to play Kyle before, but I feel like the opportunities to play him in the future are going to be abundant, prosperous, <laughs> abundant. Um, so it was, but it's still a fun game, and I would prefer to not play obviously anybody from the South. That way we don't screw ourselves. Cannibalize, yeah. Our um. And I would, I would like to get out of here without playing a, a gun line as well. That'd be Dodge the bullet so far. Jinx. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah. Felix, how about you? At this rate, not the most realistic, but to get a win, that'd be nice. You know, <laughs> Yeah, that'd be, that'd be really nice. Just don't um, get blackjack tomorrow. Right. Goes to the blackjack. He's like, oh, man, look at me. I'm at uh, 34 points. Right. Yeah. Also, not playing John Carter would be nice because the last time we traveled <laughs> more than 14 hours, we played the final round together when we live now literally 15 minutes apart. There you go. <laughs> Again, kind of like with Tyler and Garrett. It's like, yeah. I don't want to play against someone I play against all the time. But, yeah. yeah, I'm just here to hopefully get at least one or two more people I've never played before. Blake? I'd love to play two people that I've never played before. Uh, that are terrible and will get thunderstomped. <laughs> no, I want to play people that are good and thunderstomp. Yeah, you want to get thunderstomped? No, I said I want to get... Oh, you want to thunderstomp <laughs> the good players. Yeah, 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 yeah. I oh, mean, if you're going to okay. set a goal, you might as well make let's it unrealistic. Start, start building my rap. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Anybody in particular? No, no. Just say, like <laughs> no. I said, nameless faces. Anybody that I don't, anybody that Brad I don't McKay. know, and I and I wish that, and I hope that I don't play my other Reno guys. You know. Yeah, yeah. John, over to you, sir. I hope to play either control or dominate and get a you W. Want some scenarios. Walking out. Yeah, I want to not be just. <laughs> hey, hey, noob. Two big middle fingers. I want to play a scenario. I got a chance of winning, and since I'm going to be in the bottom uh, third quarter of the rankings, I, I can do it. I can feel them. Walk out of here with a win. It's gonna happen. I believe in you. Well, awesome guys. Anybody, that makes you one of us. Anybody have any final thoughts they want to share? Uh, you're missing out if you're not here. Yeah. Right. Even, if, even if you're not playing, yeah, you you're don't missing right. out. Maybe that's a question, real quick. Did this meet your expectations? Yes, and then it exceeded it. Yeah. I honestly didn't expect the terrain to be as nice as it is. Oh, uh, the for trains. how many tables they had to do. Beautiful. I, I'm I'm really impressed. You sent the mountain region. And, and we put effort in mountain region. You know, we're we're doing all right. I'm, I'm pretty happy with our I'm team. I'm just yeah, they, got a bunch of balls, man. I got a bunch oh, of I know. balls. Yeah. But yeah, I would say that that definitely exceeded my expectation. I mean, I, I knew the games would be really fun and hard and clean and all that stuff, so that that's all been great, too. Right. Yeah, it's, it's been fantastic. Yeah. I'm pumped. I mean, I mean, I was at Best of the Rest last year, so I kind of got the, the, the room vibe already. Uh, but, you know, when you go from Best of the Rest to the actual Masters, it, it, just, it just cranks up to, like, 11. So 
So nothing. Yeah. I, like I guess expectations were met. Like it just, I was like expecting a hard room, you know, good tables, great event being ran, especially by Mark who runs a fantastic event. So yeah, expectations were met. Uh, exceeded maybe to a little bit. You know, I'd say it would be exceeded if I had any numbers in the W column. But you know, right. Hey. right. <laughs> it's nice being in a room with the 64 best players in the country and competing. Right. Feels good. This is fantastic. The snacks are more than I thought there would be. There's a lot of <laughs> oh, good snacks. Yeah. I mean, Lone Wolf has the booze, but this has the snacks down. Yeah. That's how you keep so, people actually satisfied. You know, you give them some chips. Give them and chips and dips candy. and whatever. Right. Yeah, candy. Right. Oh, man. It's everywhere. No, but the people are fantastic. What's blowing me away, I think, is how gracious people are in their games. You know? Like, this is the premier kick you in the face kind of event for Kings of War. And people are still nice as hell and still very gracious, genuinely very fun. Right. And genuinely and respectful and, and good. And uh, I think that's a little little more than I thought, you know? I mean, that's just our game, though, right? right. Kings, yeah, of War, it is. Kings of War. It, that's just the way it is. I know, and, awesome. that's, and that's like the best, best thing about quo. it. Yeah. That, it's yeah. exactly what he's saying, is, is that this is the best in the country and that's not like what a local 40k night is at your local game store I These wasn't people... going to say I wasn't going to throw that into a Sigmar uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean really I mean I mean this is this is the competitive people and they'll they'll whip you with a smile and it's they're not ugly about it there's no, right. everybody's great and this is what I love about the community is that yeah they'll they'll roll you but They'll make you feel okay about it. I, I will say one thing: uh, Blake's mutton chops exceeded my expectations. They are, dude. Ooh, well, I met him, I was <laughs> yeah, like, pod, podcast listeners are missing out. Yeah, yeah that was like, is he a hipster? Is he an Elvis fan? I'm just. You yeah, have it's got to awesome. be here. They are. It's very awesome. He's got that look, right? They're yeah, pretty glorious. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go. And with party. that, let's. <laughs> thanks, everybody. We'll chat with you guys. After the event, and you guys lament your losses and More wins. celebrate your wins. Celebrate Thanks. our wins. This is a win Thank celebration. You. We recorded something with you guys on Friday. We recorded something with you on Saturday. And then now we're circling back to get like, hey, this is the end. This is the recap. And so I've got a bunch of questions to walk us through. But let's do this. Let's start with a little bit of roll call. Who you are and what, what, you, what region you represent and what army you played at. My name is Dylan. I was at Masters representing the South region, and I played uh, Salamanders. I'm Blake Robertson. I uh, was uh, representing the West, and I played Night Stalkers. I'm John Blakemore. I represent the Southeast region, and I brought Imperial Dwarves. I'm Felix Castro. I was representing the Pacific Northwest, and I played Northern Alliance. First question, you know, we'll go around Robin. Did Masters live up to the hype? Uh, yes, it did. Yes, it did. Um, it was amazing to actually meet a lot of the people that I talked to online and played UB tournaments against online and saw on Fanatics and other, you know, and on Countercharge and stuff like that and listened to on Countercharge. One of the big ones for me was Kyle Poole because back in the UB days, he kind of took a lot of the Reno guys under his wing and helped us and taught us and mentored and played UB games with us. And to actually get to meet him in person was fantastic. We did pretty good, the the guys that were here. So it was amazing getting to meet everybody and getting to see the armies and 
getting to play like you know six super solid games not to take his answer but uh, i'm pretty active on the facebook fanatic groups and you know the main one in several subgroups and so there are a lot of people who don't have actual uh pictures of themselves or profile pictures so it's nice to meet the person behind the uh the avatar and uh being where i am in the southeast i i i've played some of the northwest people all the south southeast people some of the south some of the mid-atlantic but most of my games were actually uh, with uh, the West guys. I actually had a couple. Uh, there was no way I was ever going to get a game in with these guys locally. You know, like I said, I was at Best of the Rest last year, so I kind of got a little taste of it. But to actually play in the Masters this year was amazing. Uh, able to get games in, kind of what uh, John was alluding to, against folks not in my region that – probably otherwise would never get a chance to play was was amazing so yeah i'd say i've met expectations yeah i had a i had a pretty awesome time i got to play a couple people i never played before and learned some stuff got in some good games um i mean there was people there hanging out that wasn't even there playing i mean it's everything you hear is absolutely true i mean it's one of the best weekends that you'll have you know as far as um I mean, it's very, like, it's a very vacation atmosphere. I mean, if, you know, you're going and doing something you like to do, it's make a whole, you know, two or three days out of it. Some people make four or five days out of it, you know, and it's just, it's just a good time. It's just, just a, I mean, there's really no other way to say it. It's just a good time. As Jeremy would say, it just makes sense. What you're saying just makes sense. All of you will definitely try to qualify again and go again, or as a Merc, or if they have a best of the rest, is this something you guys would definitely want to participate in the future. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I mean, even this one, I didn't know if I was going to qualify or what was going on there. And I told him I was going to be snack boy and I was just going to run around with a apron full of snacks for everybody. But uh, if I don't make it next year, even if there's no best of the West rest, I'm going to come back and, and, and be a part of it no matter what. Well, we need those sideburns. That's what we need. We need those sideburns at the mm-hmm. event. Mm. <laughs> I was going to just kind of come off of what uh, Blake was saying to follow on was I I went to best of the rest last year and was just like, this is, this is a great environment. And so uh, when given the opportunity to be a mercenary, I I, I jumped at it. I was going to do what Blake was planning on doing. I was just going to come anyway. Um, uh, I was just going to Statler and Wardorf it up there and just drink and, you know, make fun of people at the tables, but, you know, decided to, they needed people to play, so I, I threw my hat in the ring and, and got picked up as a Merc. So, yeah, it's definitely – if I'm able to schedule-wise, I'm going to try in as many years as I can to come down to, to, to Masters, wherever it's at. I hadn't been playing, I guess, a couple of years, and of course that's that's a goal. And uh, it, it worked out that I didn't get to play a lot of local games, so I go to GTs to be the punching bag, but so to get games in and, and – uh, I always wanted to go, and I kind of feel like due to COVID and the way that the Southeast tournaments were kind of before and after a lot of lockdown, I got some more games in than, than other uh, places, and I was frankly uh, shocked that I was uh, that I qualified. And and so it's a goal I sure would like to. Um, after two events, I'm in the top eight now, and so I'm now I'm looking like, well, maybe I need to go to Sword of Kings, maybe. I'm already going to TNT. I'm already going to Forge. I'm already going to go to Circle of Iron next spring. But now I'm like, well, you know, maybe I need to go and play someone that's not named Jeff O'Neill every time. You know, I like to earn it 
by beating, you know, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'd like to earn my spot in the top eight by beating people and not being a warm body that shows up to all the tournaments. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of kind of in the same same bag there. I would like to, um, I definitely want to qualify again. And the main reason is not only to have another fantastic weekend on the calendar to see for myself if it was you know to see if i can be consistent in that like high level of play so that's kind of what it is for me if you could go back a few months and give your pre-masters self one bit of advice what would it be i don't know i i think i did okay in the masters uh you know in battle i've kind of always had a problem with my paint and i I kind of felt stressed about that at the end. Um, and I just, you know, just relax and go play your best games. Um, I, you know, it's hard. Uh, you know, you look back and, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, And I think I only misplayed my one game. Other than that, I think I played my game and, and, it, and it worked in general. So I, I don't really, yeah, I mean, Two weeks or three weeks prior to it, there was so much going on, and I wasn't even sure if I was going to be able to make it. American Airlines kept trying to bump me off flights. It was just a mess. And then, you know, and I finally got everything settled in just before Masters, and so I got to relax once that was all set. But, uh, no, I think I I did what I did, and I wouldn't change much. Not to get into the, in the games, but I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But I, in my last game, I lost it on by myself. I did it to myself. And in my first game, it was kind of the same thing. I, I made it. Both of those games were uh, either a draw or a win uh, if someone else was behind the wheel. <laughs> so, uh, hey, I would say don't burn that token. You know? <laughs> if I was to do that, I'd say, uh, you know, I, I ended up, I chose a list that wasn't, optimal but it was one i was comfortable with but just remind myself that that's probably not enough <laughs> to be comfortable with the list i mean i think it's better to play with a suboptimal list that you're comfortable with than to play the most optimal list that you're not comfortable with i think the results might be similar uh, and then kind of like john said just get good yeah kind of kind of the same thing on the list thing i would i would say don't change your list I changed my list just because I thought it would be the smart thing to do because there would be such a uh, like a mesh of metas going on, and I kind of was trying to prepare for a lot of the the mass masses of piercing one shooting that is the goblins, but I didn't play like a single like a real shooting list. Yeah, I mean, and and that's part of it. Like if I had my regular list and played the same people that I've played, you know, I could have went, you know, 4-2, you know. I mean, maybe not have, but I would have felt a lot more comfortable on the tabletop. And um, so that's what, that's, what, that's what I would tell myself is just just play with what you're, you've been practicing. Don't try to change anything just to, you know, try to make a, a pro play against, you know, uh, an alternate meta, just just play with what you know and have a good time. What did you learn about your list? How is your list going to change as a result of going to Masters? It probably won't, tell you the truth. And I didn't think it was as solid a list as, as it ended up being. I mean, I'll always play with stuff because that's, that's the fun of the game, right, is, is swapping stuff around. But this list is really... 
for me, really solid, and it held up real well. I was very happy with how it worked and how it held up, uh, you know, other than the, the game that I played wrong. And, you know, and then I played a, a real shooting list, which, you know, is cool until you run up about against about 100 shots. And you know what? Stealthy isn't going to help with that. <laughs> I mean, it helped, but it doesn't solve that problem. <laughs> So I'm pretty happy with this list is the way it is. Now, will it make it to Masters next year if I uh, if I qualify? Probably not. You know, things will change. So we'll see. Well, we have we have a Clash of Kings pack that will probably put things on its head. But are you planning to play not Stalkers this coming up year? You know, that's a hard one because I really want to try and play uh, Dust. But can I get an army painted and to where I feel Masters quality? play with it before next masters i don't know when i uh found out that i was going uh i got a couple of one days couple of practice type things and people were giving me advice saying hey you need a king with wings or hey you should take this so i actually got i knuckled down and, and painted a nice figure took him to a tournament and he, he didn't do what they made it out like i i, I needed to do and of course you know i don't have a lot of experience playing with the king with wings but he didn't solve the problems that, that they saw, thought they saw on my list. And then right before I went, I figured, because I went with a, a heavy shooting defense six Imperial Dwarf all infantry list. And uh, and at the very end, I realized that I, I need some Bane Champ because uh, I can't shoot everything off. And so I made some changes right before the list, threw a couple of Flame Priests in. I had a couple of Bane Champs, and, and that was the thing that changed and uh, now already, Kings of Memphis, I took a free dwarf list that had some cavalry in it. So I, I backed up off that and did okay. So it's going to be one or the other. I, I don't know that I'm definitely going to keep some Bane Chant in the in the, the defense six list. I might tinker around after Clash of Kings, Kings comes out. And if they make anything, any major changes, I might I might look at it. But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things I might try to squeeze some some speed in or some Rangers for scouting or, or something. But uh, I got to admit, I took Brocks and Rocks to a tournament last year and with no shooting whatsoever. And so many times I needed to force a nerve check on somebody on the other side of the board and I couldn't do it. They just got away. And if I can't, I can't drop the unit. So I've, I've got it's a crutch, but I got to have some shooting somewhere in the list. So that that much is not going to change. John, Flame Priest with Wings. I've done that. I've got an old gyrocopter. I love that. I took it several tournaments and it's 120 points, and it kills more than 120 points. Heck yeah, it does. Especially against ogres, because ogres can't do that free uh, 360 pivot charge. So I just buzz around like gnats and light them up, and they just get so. It's worth it just because they get frustrated. They can't. Yeah. And they're zipping around. I can't touch me. Burn, burn, burn. <laughs> Same question to you, Felix. It's gonna change, but I don't know how yet. I, I'm not a I'm not a great list builder, um, but it's gonna have to change because I got TNT in about three weeks. So I really gotta, gotta figure this out shortly. <laughs> yes, sir. So, uh, like I said, uh, speed was is something. Don't need a lot more speed, but just maybe just a little bit, you know. Or, or there might just be I just might have to go the dirty Dustin route and just bring all my ice elementals back. Well, Dylan, you finished thirteenth, so. I'm assuming your army's not going to change. No, I've already I've already changed my <laughs> uh, main 
main list back to what I was playing before. I mean, I really think I could have finished a couple spots higher if I had taken the list I had practiced with. I mean, I took the list, and my only practice uh, was like a couple games on UB. I mean, so uh, I feel like I would have did a little better if I would have taken the list I was used to playing. Well, let's talk about where you guys finished. Do you guys think you finished where uh, you thought? Yeah, so I so I talked to Dustin a lot on online and stuff, and we uh, I run like lists by him and everything, and he gives me pointers and stuff. And I was telling him that you know he kind of asked me the same question, and I was like, well, if I you know my first time out, if I could just win a couple games, I'd be happy. And he goes. Yeah, you know, no, no, no. You're you're definitely gonna win some games. And he's like, you need a better goal than that. I was like, all right, well, what about well, let's just shoot for top half. And he's he's like he's like you're on the south team. You could do better than that. <laughs> he's like you have a reputation to keep. And I was like, all right, I'll go for top fifteen. And he's like, all right, I'll sell for top fifteen. <laughs> and I did it. So I, I didn't I didn't hear any complaining from my teammates. You know, big surprise, the South won the best region uh, again for Masters, which I think they've won it every year. So over to you, Blake. You finished, what, 25th? Is that right? Yep, 25th. I had three ga- three wins, two losses, and a tie. I predicted or was looking to win two games because I had no idea what I was walking into. And I ended up doing a, a bit better than that. And 25th, I think, is pretty good. That's, you know, almost the top third. So I- I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. And I had to play some tough people. I mean, my third round was Dustin Howard. Nothing like uh, fighting a bear after he's been shot in the ass by a hunter a couple times. Oh, and that was the, and that was the game that I said I tactically blew it. Problem with the plan is, is if it doesn't, if you don't execute it properly, the plan was horrible. And my plan was good. I just executed it poorly, and uh, and uh, I paid for it. <laughs> Well, let's throw it over to Felix. Uh, you finished a little bit farther south. A L- little bit. Yeah, is that was that your expectation? I, I like to say I was the foundation, the rock of our Masters uh, standings this oh, year. Oh, like a trampoline. Um, Everybody bounces on, on you? I mean, not say foundation, but sure, trampoline. Didn't you win booze? D- uh, well, me and someone else did. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think in battle I was like 63rd or something like that. Um, was it what I want? Was expecting? Uh, not really. I'd love to have gotten three and three, but you know, uh, somebody has to not do well. Uh, <laughs> might as well be me, right? Yeah, I mean, like I said, there was there's problem is there wasn't a whole lot of games I felt like I really made a ton of mistakes. There were obviously, yeah, but the problem is is like when a game games are like this and it's this kind of a room like. Even mistakes you don't necessarily perceive as being mistakes until after the fact are things that'll, you know, trickle down and into blues in the game for you. And so I I probably just had a lot of those, you know, been thinking about it since Masters ended, just trying to figure out, like, okay, like, it might not have been that combat, but what were the actions and things that led up to that combat that, 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 you know, that, that swung it either one way or another. And I've been analyzing kind of the scenarios and all that stuff. So was it what I expected? Not really, but you know, it is what it is. I figured you were scratching your head going, how the hell did I lose to Jake Cherapika? Well, that was, uh, that was definitely, uh, let's just say when he's faster than you and you're playing invade, you're basically fighting the entire game in your backfield. And it's just not to be outdone. <laughs> let's talk to John. Realistically, that's about what I. I mean, I. I, uh, I mean, I'm 
I don't want to make excuses because excuses are like anuses and everybody's got one. Nobody wants to hear yours. But they had the list of scenarios, and I'm, I'm already playing a dwarf infantry list. All right, so I already know that some scenarios are going to be really hard for me. Anything that's got to make me get moving. I got a, a, a infantry shooting list, all right? So let's go over what we played, okay? <laughs> we played Invade. We yeah. played Invade. We played uh, Push, which is Invade with Tokens. We played Raise, which is Invade plus six. What was We played Salt the Earth. We played uh, Pillage, Pillage. And what was the other one? Loot, which is race to the center. So the two things they said that that were possible were dominate and control. I usually, when I play dominate and control with a defense six dwarf list, I, I feel pretty good about my chances. When they say something like invade or raise, I just mark it up as, as probably a loss unless something uh, drastic happens. And so I, I did not get uh, good matchups and scenarios. And I, I did it to myself. I actually lost my last game against Devlin, uh, which was Pillage, because I was sitting on the winning token, and I just marched away from it. And then when I realized my mistake, I couldn't turn around and get back in time. And so what went from a win, maybe a draw, uh, turned into a draw in turn six and a loss in turn seven because of something. Of course, this was game six, and I was just punch drunk by that point. But also in game one, I burned a token because I thought there was no way I could hold a flank against uh, um, a regiment of Soul Reavers. And he never came across the board. He sat on a token over there. And so I I went, I lost three to two in that one because I chose to burn a token early in the game that I should not have. So, yeah, I made mistakes. And I played a lot of really good players. And But I was already coming behind the eight ball playing a speed four across the board dwarves and then the matchups and the scenarios. Just didn't help me out at all. Let me let me ask you this, John. How pissed off are you that halflings are speed five? Let me tell you, there's a whole world of pain coming down the halfling player I play. I'm gonna shoot his right off the board. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I almost got the clank there. Just, just run your door. Just just run your doors as halflings. Oh <laughs> no! Wow, those are fight words right there. Oh. Terrible. Ouch. Blake, maybe walk us through how you felt the scenarios affected your army, your play style, your games. All those scenarios are fine for me. My army's pretty fast. And also, I have a, I have a lot of flying units. And so I can kind of go and grab stuff or go across the board and jump on tokens and make people turn around and have to deal with me while I guard my tokens. So, I, yeah, I, none of those scenarios really really bummed me out. I was okay with them. Felix, how about you? Yeah, I'm I'm closer to John than I was to Blake in terms of uh, scenarios not being good for me. Uh, I like to fight in a phone booth, as I like to describe my list. And like the one scenario we got that was basically that for me was um, loot. And that was when I played Brad McKay in round two, which his list does what I do better than I do. So, uh, and the only only win I got was, uh, again, a scenario I'm not good at, but or my army is not good at, but my opponent's list was just about as equally bad at that scenario as I was. So it was kind of, that was like the equalizing factor for us, and it just became kind of dice luck and, and stuff on the table. Um, but yeah, I was, I was not, uh, I wouldn't say I was a huge fan of the, uh, the scenarios that we ended up playing, but. Yeah, it is what it is. You can't play all the scenarios, and they can't all favor you. So, Dylan, same question. The only scenario that I, 
didn't like was raised, and I just I just don't like that scenario in general. I mean, I did have some speed issues similar to John because I did I did take a speed four battle on, but I had some speed ten and speed six plus D three units splashed in there, so. I didn't have as much of the maneuvering issues. I mean, other than just getting a bad matchup on Rays, I didn't have I didn't have a scenario issue in any of my games. Well, let's turn the tables and let's chat a little about scoring systems. So, Masters have used different scoring systems over the years. Uh, the last few they've used blackjack. So let's start with Dylan. You know, what are your thoughts on blackjack? What do you like about it? What do you not like about it? I don't really have any feelings one way or the other. For masters, I can see I can see where you would want to uh, increase the gap, so to speak, between the quote unquote winners and losers. Uh, but outside of masters, blackjack is kind of. Uh, it's kind of like meh. I mean, I prefer just a pure like Northern King style plus system. I, I don't know what like iteration is the perfect one if there is a such thing. But the man, just like <laughs> just having a bad game and then take taking a zero away from the table is uh, just. Lose a bad taste in your mouth. Is that what you like about Northern Kings? The the positive nature where even in a loss, you've got however many points and then you only go up from there? Yeah, because I mean, regardless of the flaws of the system, it makes it to where you can keep playing the game. And in Blackjack, if you're losing, you, you have to run away and hide. You have to you have to stop playing the game if you want to keep some points. Oh, that's and so <laughs> yeah. If you want to keep points, Felix, you got to. <laughs> that explains that's explains um, that's what's going because on. because <laughs> if you're if you have no way to win the scenario and and you keep engaging your opponent and you keep losing units, then um, you're going to be in a position where you can't. You're not going to make it back on attrition. The Northern King style just gets rid of that. You can you can keep playing even if you don't win scenario. You're not going to win the game. That's fine, but you can keep playing and you can keep getting points. And it it shortens the gap. It does shorten the gap between the top, you know, the the people who win their games and the ones who lose. It does shorten the gap a little bit, but I mean. At the end of the day, the the guy that goes four and one or five and zero, oh, he's gonna, you know, be first or second anyway, regardless. So it doesn't really change the standings. It just makes you feel better, I guess. I don't know. I guess we're all special snowflakes these days. Made me wonder though. Like I, I didn't run the math, but I, I'd be curious to see if they were using Northern Kings, would we have the same master? You know, I don't know. That's, a, that's an interesting thought experiment. Uh, another thing about Blackjack that we've talked about on the cast a little bit is that on the Salt to Earth scenario, if someone burns tokens, you have now, there's no way to reach 21, right? Because you cannot get the token differential. Blake, same question to you, you know, uh, scoring system. Yeah, I mean, we've used a couple of systems and I'm, like you're saying, I, I'm not, I'm a newer player and, you know, probably been in about six or seven, eight tournaments. I don't know. And uh, I don't know. I'm just still learning. I'm still figuring stuff out. Uh, but I do 
you know, understand what you're saying about salt the earth, you know, that's a, that's a scenario. But, you know, if everybody in the room's playing salt the earth, you know, then it's the same thing, right? Absolutely. But, you know, I mean, if you want to be vindictive and you're getting tabled and you just go around, you know, burning all your tokens so that the guy doesn't get as many, that's not cool either, right? I think Blake's onto my strategy. <laughs> well, Felix, what are your thoughts on, because uh, I know you've got lots of thoughts on scoring systems. Yeah, I mean... It, you know what you're saying. I mean, statistically, or really, as it crunch the numbers, the Northern Kings and Blackjack. I mean, a, a 25-5 is the same as a, as a Blackjack, really. I mean, as a loser, you got no points whatsoever. Um, but like, you know, like uh, Dylan was kind of suggesting, it's like it's mentally it feels better. Like it feels like you at least are coming with something. There's nothing like getting a big fat zero right. to kind of uh, you know make you feel down about that game and. You know, I, I tend to prefer like the blackjack and Northern King stuff because, in my opinion, it's it's more of uh, can be more representative of how the game actually was versus the you know the fifteen ten five system where it's just like you might have had a slight loss, but now you're you know y- you lost nineteen to you know two because your opponent happened to get the right role at the end of the game and, you know, got one more ejected than you did. And, you know, now it scores look all lopsided uh, with the blackjack at least. And also good for me because I don't do math. Well, as long as my opponent can figure out what he's got or what I got, I can just subtract that from 21. And I get the other score. So that you know, <laughs> John, same question to you about scoring systems. Well, most of the tournaments I've been in, I think have done a blackjack. So it's just kind of what I consider the standard and this sounds so petty, but doing math, especially after you just got your ass handed to you, um, there's no fun. Uh, you, you take your number and my number, look on a table. Okay. And yeah, coming out of coming out with less than five points is, is no fun. But the one thing I do want to say is that other than it's just easier to add, you know, this number, tell me what I killed. Okay. And this number, the other thing is that I don't like any scoring system where the loser can see that he's going to lose and then screw the winner. You shouldn't be able to burn tokens to make the differential so that he doesn't get the extra points. You shouldn't be able to do anything uh, in the scenario that would be, I don't say poor sportsmanship, but that's basically what it is. Like you're going to win, but I'm going to make sure that you're going to, you're going to regret it as far as standings go. Man, everyone's revealing my strategies already on this podcast. The only scoring system where where, where burning tokens w- wouldn't prevent you getting max points would be the win loss try, right? Yeah, and so and that's why I think that the Northern Kings reflects the closeness of the game a lot more because, say, for example, if you're wiping the floor with your opponent's units, right? You've killed ninety percent of their army. They've only killed. 40% of yours, but you just can't get to that last objective on the last turn, right? So even though, you know, your opponent's whole army is dead almost, they still win the game. They still win the scenario. But because you're going to get so many points back on attrition, it's going to be like a 12-18 instead of a 24. or a, You know what I mean? Like, So you're not going to be that much further behind because of it's because it's all positive. So, so I think it reflects the closeness of games a lot better. A complete, you know, a complete wash 
a complete blowout is still going to have that big that big gap. But instead of 21-0, it you know, it's going to be, you know, 21-25-8 or 20 something, you know, it's it's almost impossible to get only 5 points. You'd have to, you'd have to not kill a single unit to to not get a plus 1. Um but so that gap is still there on the big on the big losses, but on it's, on the it's psychological, games, it's a lot right? narrow. Yeah, it just exactly. Feels better. Let's let's reminisce about out of your six games, which was the most fun. Let's let's start with Blake. I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a really tough question because I did have fun opponents all the way through. I mean, even getting whooped by Dustin Howard, we've played before. We played in Lo- at Lone Wolf and he and I have become friends, and we always have a good game and a lot of fun. And I got mopped there uh playing chris murphy i mean come on the guy's flanders of the basileans right he's he's hilarious you know playing felix john green he said that uh he liked the way i played because he said most people get happy when they're doing good and bummed when they're doing bad and he says you're just grumpy the whole way through (laughs) (laughs) and i said yeah but it's a good kind of grumpy right and he goes yeah and and you know i said it's like the you know the grumpy guy at the bar that you want to sit next to to listen to the comments you know and and he you know i just had i had good fun games all the way through um tony you know i tony rogers yeah, yeah now, was he playing know, for the west coast as well this is his last year now he's dojo so and then i had a good i had fun against travis tim i i i had my that list just destroyed me um but i had probably the best Kings of War moment I've ever had in that game. And, uh, and so, you know, highs and lows, and I never want to see a tractor again. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I had really good fun games all the way through. So I, I, I'm not picking a winner there. Um, I was the winner. Dylan, how about you? Yeah. I'd have, I'd have to say my best game was against, um, Adam Ballard. Um, such, yeah, such a good player, such a good player, and I uh, I had to play him at Dojo last year, and and he ended my undefeated streak at Dojo, and and he was playing basically the same list, and and it was the same scenario to raise, uh, which is which I I hate that scenario, especially against the Surge Army. He actually outplayed me in on almost every turn of the game. Uh, it's just, he had on his last turn, I was out of town. It was his last turn and he rolled, he got up to 10 wounds on a defense six unit with brutal. He needed to roll a six on the nerve, rolled a five and it went and it was a draw because of that. (laughs) So like I was over there, I was out of time, nothing I could do. He was rolling dice and I was just over there, sweaty palms and all. And it was like, oh, please don't kill this unit. Please don't kill it. <laughs> um, but one hundred percent, he he deserved he deserved to win that game. One hundred percent. But uh, yeah, that was definitely my best game. Felix, how about you? Let's see, I mean, the game with uh, Blake uh, stood out as one of my better ones. Uh, in fact, he got my best sports vote. Um, oh, thanks. Out of the GT, uh, it was just fun. Like. 
Yeah, he slowly yeah. ground me to pieces and, and 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 died. But you know, like he when he took uh, a couple of his units into my ice blade and failed to kill him in one go. It was, I thought that I kind of chuckled on the inside, stuff like that. But I mean, I really liked his list. Uh, I think I even told him afterwards, like I, it's a nice, it's a it's a it's a solid list and uh, great player and uh, those mutton chops, man. I think that's what caused my loss. I was just mesmerized. I couldn't <laughs> couldn't concentrate anymore. It was just they were just glorious. Distracted. Yeah, so that's what I'm chalking that loss up to. It was just a <laughs> well, thanks, Felix. John, same question. I want to say I've got a five way tie for first place. <laughs> the one uh, was. Uh, also, the one guy that I'd actually played before, Grant Fetter, uh, he just he just curbs on me with his flying circus in loot. So it's like a bad paper rock scissors matchup to begin with, and a bad scenario. It's like he almost tabled me in every other game. I was competitive or I was in it, uh, you know, and that was just like ow ow. But really, I mean, I had fun with everybody I played against. But I, if I have to pick one. It'd be my first game, and that was against uh, Mike Grant and his uh, his undead list. He was mm-hmm. super nice, super friendly, uh, very accommodating, and and I had a lot of fun. And it was a good as my first Masters game ever. It, I couldn't really have asked for anything better other than not burning that stupid token and getting a draw instead of a loss. Let's let's talk about a few of the armies we saw there. There's some really cool stuff, even though. You know, that's for Paragon and Masters are all about general. There were some pretty, pretty armies there. Blake, you want to start us off with some of the highlights for you? Jeff O'Neill's Goblin Army? Holy crap. It's a lot of models. And they're all beautiful, and they're all painted to the nines and the banners. And then I'm going to steal his idea of the banners with the upgrades on them. Yeah, the magic so, artifacts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Printed so on I the mean... Banner. I mean, I'm using tokens right now, which is cool. I made some tokens just for Masters the night before. But uh, having them on the little flags is awesome. I think that, it, you know, it's funny. That that army really evoked like um, like a Japanese army, like a samurai army almost to me with all the banners and everything. Brenton's army, geez, you know, that guy can paint. And the awesome thing about Brenton is, is he paints in what I would call like an old style. But... I'm old and he's fantastic <laughs> at it. And it's so, he it's so well done that it keeps up with a lot of the newer techniques that are out there. And I think he employs those too, but uh, you know, it's, it's hard to go down the line and just talk about everybody's cool ass army because there were so many there. It's, it's re- I mean, we could do a whole show on that. Well, John, why don't you give it a shot? Uh, even though I would run around taking pictures of all of them and this is partially just so I have some, you know, to look at as well as post to uh, the groups. Uh, man, there's just so many that are just amazing, but putting names to some of them that I, that didn't have name plates or that I was immediately familiar with. But the one, uh, the, the three frost giants and the elementals on a big uh, round cut round shield, I just thought that was a really cool idea. And yeah, the creature in the black lagoon was really cool. And oh man, just you can't. Uh, Grant Fetters. Uh, Flying Circus with those uh, hand-painted banners were pretty cool. And who's the guy that had the uh, Kingdoms of Men that had the hand-painted banners? It's just like, just knock you down. it knock you over with a feather. It, uh, you're like, oh, why, why am I putting my figures on the table? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I put my stuff out, I'm just like, but they're painted. You know, <laughs> that, that meme. <laughs> 
Well, yours was really cool with the fluorescent light. I was I was knocked over with that. I thought that was a, an extra step that was super cool. And unfortunately, people walking by wouldn't get that. You you like you were talking about making a display board with the black lights so they would get that effect without you having to bring the flashlight. But that was really cool, Blake. I really like that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I gotta I gotta work on it. After listening to Ryan on the last. Well, not not the last podcast, but the podcast before. I just feel like stripping them and starting over. <laughs> Felix, what were any armies jump out at you? I mean, obviously, uh, Hank Gouges uh, has already been discussed, probably ad nauseum already. Uh, his definitely was one that stood out, but I, I did like Bart's as well. Marcello's with all the hand painted shields, Bretonians that were. King, uh, Order the Brother Mark, I think, is is, is what they're yeah. being played as. But like, it's all the hand painted shields and stuff like that. That was a really, really cool one to look at. So, Dylan, I kind of get desensitized to great paint jobs sometimes because I am in the same region with Ron Smith, Dustin Howard, Jeff Swan, Hank Googe. If I had to say, there was actually one that I think flew under the radar for the most part, just because. It's more. It was more of a like a muted uh, color tone, but Garrett Mercer's Trident Realms is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like, if you look at it, it's like all realistic tones. Like his crabs look like real crabs. Like right. the his the krakens he was using are painted like real like. I don't know. It's just it was all it was all very realistic colors, and it made it look very, very, very good. That was the one that like some of the stuff had like barnacles on it, and he painted all those and uh, just yeah, yeah, he painted all the individual barnacles. Ugh. and I lived near the He's ocean. A mad man. I grew up near at the beach, man. So that stuff would all look just so realistic, like you were saying. It's beautiful. Was there a list there? That you're like, damn, I wish I would have thought of that. No, I mean, I've kind of been, I'm not going to lie, I've kind of been eyeballing the Kingdoms of Men list. Just because I have a bunch of Game of Thrones miniatures that I've been trying to find a list, a good list for. And um, so I've been I've been eyeballing all the, the, the shooty Kingdoms of Men. The Jason um, Wright list. But that was nothing that that wasn't nothing that I have not already seen or thought of. Um, but it was at Masters. So as far as like the relativity to the conversation, how about you, Felix? Any uh, lists jump out at you? In reality, probably about sixty-three other lists I probably would have rather have had uh, <laughs> at this point. Like really, any of like the human ones, like League of Rordias or, or Kingdoms of Men, or even just. To be able to just set, well, especially with the scenarios we ended up playing that weekend, just being able to flood the board with units, I, I think would have really been a not, neat one to have, especially with their ability to, especially Kings of Men, League of Roy, to have those flying 50 mil, you know, characters to run around and harass flanks and all that stuff. I think that would have been really nice. But, uh, yeah, you know, you, you definitely start looking around different lists. You're like, eh, what do they got over here? And just trying to glean ideas and, and stuff like that off of it. It's, it's usually the best, best part. part Fun part for me coming off of Masters. John, anything jump out at you in terms of uh, unique lists or things you haven't seen before? Let's see. I played Undead once and Orcs twice. You know, nothing that I ran into. It was the first time I ever got to play uh, Night Stalkers for real. I mean, I've, I've been dodging Nate uh, in tournaments forever. Nathan Clevenger, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but 
I didn't really see any any uh, a tricky list ideas that I haven't seen either online or, or or anywhere else. Nothing nothing like that. Blake, how about you? I, I, I originally I chose uh, Mistro Neil's Army because it was the one I would most want to take home because I'm going to play Goblin sometime, um, but I don't know if I'd play his list if I wanted to come and just maybe stop like curb stomp everybody, I would take Travis Tim's list. If I was going to play my style of game and um, I could stomach playing Basalians, I would have taken um, Grant Frederer's list because um, that list is kind of how I could play them and would play them best. And I think that list is awesome and would be fun for me, but maybe not the other player. Who's someone that you didn't get a chance to meet, but you wanted to meet? Oh, shoot. Um, I didn't get to sit down and talk with Ryan Munsell. We talked a little bit leading up to the Masters, how we wanted to sit down and talk Salamanders, and we never never got around to it. John? That's a tough question because I did get to see a lot of people. Now, I went up uh, a couple days early with my whole family, and we, we made a vacation out of it. So I didn't get to do a lot of the, you know, hang out afterwards or anything like that. Uh, but I guess, you know, like I said, meeting the people that uh, you only know through the online avatars and stuff. And as a matter of fact, one guy, uh, uh a dwarf player that uh, is commenting on, on the dwarf forums and like, Hey, that's cool. I like your stuff. He, he wasn't in the masters, but he was local and he came in and I see this guy over giving my uh, dwarves, the hairy eyeball and looking, leaning over and looking and like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're like, Oh yeah. So that was cool. But yeah, you know, I didn't really get to hang out and talk to him, but I guess really anybody from any of the regions uh, that I don't get to play regularly. And actually, I did. one of the guys I did get to sit and talk to was Blake outside the stuff, and that was really cool. Through through this podcast and outside other, when uh, he was giving some advice to uh, my son who wants to play some Night Stalkers, and that was kind of cool. Same question to you, Felix. In terms of people, I, I really liked meeting the guy, the Reno guys. I think even... Uh, even like, Blake, is that what you are going to say? Even Blake, yeah. But like <laughs> Ryan and Nick and, and, and Blake. So even though it hadn't been a lot of conversations leading up to Masters, but I, you know, I had talked to them. They had jumped on After Dark a couple of times, and you know, we had we had exchanged some communication. But just to actually get to meet them, um, that was really cool. But just uh, the problem with Masters is, is there's 64 really great like friends. Even if you haven't really met them yet. Um, there's just not enough time, really, and. Like, even then, I'm just like, oh, man. And then, like, uh, I think another local player, Randy Davis, uh, who I talked to on After Dark, he jumped on last night. I was like, oh, crap. I didn't know you were at Masters. I would have said hi. You know, yeah, they yeah. got up. You know, so. That's the uh, guy that was looking at my dwarves. I, I forgot okay. his name. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, like, I was, I was like kicking myself that I didn't actually get to meet him. But, yeah, that's. That's why you almost wish there. It's one of those that you wish there's more masters throughout the year, but then you're just like, ah, that really hurt. I couldn't walk right after that tournament, so probably, <laughs> you know, probably don't want to have that more than annually. So, but you know, just to be able to see everybody that you haven't, especially coming off of last year, like you just hadn't seen anybody in at this point. It was like what, almost 16, 15 months, you know. Um, but yeah. 
that's a short answer, long answer short. Just the, the, the Reno guys was probably one of the ones that was really kind of cool to, to meet in person. Same question to you, Blake. I got to talk to pretty much everybody that I wanted to, and I got to meet a ton of people that I had never met before. And, uh, and since it was so close to Lone Wolf, uh, you know, there were people there that I became friends with at Lone Wolf and there, and so I got to see him again. So that was really cool. I don't know if there's anybody that I was like, Oh man, I need to talk to this guy. But, but anybody who I didn't get to talk to, I kind of feel like I missed out, you know? Um, because like Felix says, it's like, you know, an entire room of friends, you know, even like, you know, some of the wives and stuff, cause you got to meet them and, uh, you know, hey, how's it going? It, it was, it's just great. I mean, it's a great time to meet and hang out. It's just like these guys say, you know, it's just not enough time to talk and hang out with all the people there that you want to, which is everybody, really, you know. All right. So we're, we're winding down, but one of my final questions is going to be uh, what's the highlight from the event for you? Let's start with John. Just the 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 highlight of the event uh, for me, other than the free booze, which I appreciate, um, especially <laughs> since it's black eyed pea flavored, that means no one else is going to touch it but me. Uh, I would say the presentation of the uh, the pizzeria army to Kyle was was really cool. Blake, how about you? <sighs> That's a hard one. I mean, the thing with Kyle, yeah, I mean when. Uh, when Billy Capgun, who I got to meet and hang out with and go to dinner with, uh, which was awesome. Um, when he said, you know, he's going to make a whole room cry. It, he did it. He, it bingo, you know, um, that was amazing. Um, you know, it's super hard. I mean, I had, like I said, my greatest Kings of war moment happen in a game that I was get completely getting crushed. But uh, other than that, just being there, just meeting everybody, getting to talk to people. It was fun getting to talk to John's uh, son, you know, and and uh, and and it was I tell you, it's great to be able to kind of chronicle my first masters by being on counter charge and doing this thing. I think that's amazing. You know, uh, who gets to say that? Just a few of you. There's only uh, a, a chosen few. Uh, Felix say. He's right. Failing same question to you. What was the highlight from the weekend? I've been thinking about it while y'all were answering. I can't really put a single actual single moment in, but you know, just to kind of be there really. I mean, even though I got curb stomped most of the time, it was still great games. You know, I, you know, it's, you know, I had an amazing time. I've learned a lot. You know, I was definitely like driving back because we drove to Texas because we're Midwesterners like that. And if it's less than 24 hours, why are you even, bother to fly um just driving back and it's just you know because it like they mentioned before on a bunch of it you know you you, your your brain is just teeming with with painting ideas or modeling ideas or army list ideas and i was just thinking like oh man what could i have done you know in this you know this battle or in this matchup or whatever and so uh, it's kind of a amalgamation of all of those but it's just just being there you know uh, i think was probably the, the top moment for me but you know uh like they mentioned the the presentation of, of the uh, army to to kyle i mean to be part of that was was kind of neat um 
I still teared up, even though I knew what the hell was going on. I knew, like, I, I was, I was, I was part of it, and it still kind of got to me. That's um, awesome. You know, like, yeah, so it, it just the whole thing was awesome. I, I can't fault much on it. You got to even deliver it too, right? You had to take it home from Texas, right? Yes, Kyle. Kyle did not want to fly uh, with the army, so he gave it to uh, Kara and I and, and John Carter, and we drove it back to Ohio, and then. Uh, Two weeks ago, Kyle came to Dayton and, and picked it up. So, but I got to see it one more time <laughs> on the tape. So, Dylan, I mean, outside of that awesome presentation that Billy did, my highlight was getting that gold. You know what I'm saying? The South gets that team award again, and it, and I'm not the one that brought us down. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, it's funny. It's funny after. Dustin lost his first two games and I won my first two games. I was like, I was like, well, if we don't get the award this year, we know it's not my fault. (laughs) (laughs) I think I heard that. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it was, I mean, the whole weekend was really, it is, it is hard to pick one, one highlight, but um, yeah, it was a great weekend. Well, this is going to be my final question. That future masters player, what advice do you have for them? Uh, I would say that, uh, you know, the, the general advice is always play the scenario. And and because it, it's if you just destroy everything but three units and his three units score and you're done, you still lose. So play the scenario and that that extends to making a list that can deal with all the things you need to. So your army's a toolbox and you need to make sure you put the tools in the toolbox for every job and and don't do, I guess what I'm saying, don't do what I did where you're really good at one or two things, really bad at two or three other things, and then hope that the, that you get uh, favorable matchups and favorable scenarios because uh, it, it's not going to happen. So it's better to be, uh, have something to deal with every situation if it's feasible with the army you're bringing. Same question to you, Blake. You know, I had to talk to uh, Ryan and Nick a lot before and you know there was thoughts of shuffling armies and this that and the other and like like people have said you know play a good solid army that you know totally well rather than trying to trick it up right in in the last moment and you know because then you won't know it you won't be able to play it right um relax and just enjoy and meet as many people as you can and uh you know, just soak up the whole thing, you know, and it's, yes, those lists are dirty and mean, and the, but the people aren't. The people are nice as can be. You're going to have, you're going to have the best weekend of Kings of War you'll ever have. You'll have the cleanest players playing well, playing, you know, the best games you've ever had, whether you win or lose it it's just that's just the way it is you know but you gotta go go play tournaments earn it and go you you won't regret it felix how about you yeah i mean you just gotta absorb the experience i mean if it if if you aren't able to make a master's team because you you know you, you live in a junkyard like the midwest where it's just hard to get out uh if you're offered the chance to become a merc do it or if it's if there's a best of the rest in the future Go to that, you know, gives you a little bit of that experience without quite the pressure of, you know, having to, you know, 
play against Masters players. And a bonus is there's no Masters players in Best of the Rest, so, you know, maybe... And they only got to play five games. Yeah, and you play less games. So, um, yeah, but just absorb the experience. Like, it, the... The Masters is not only a quote-unquote sort of U.S. championship, you know. It's also – it's a it's pageantry of like the best of what this community has to offer, you know. It's it's some of the best-painted armies you're going to see, some of the friendliest, nicest players you're ever going to, you know, see on the table, some of the hardest generals you're ever going to see. There's beautiful terrain, uh, you know. It's you know generally really well well run by the TOs. I mean, I'll have his best best of the rest last year and Masters this year with with Mark Cox running it. But I mean, it is the best of the best of the best, sir. So just enjoy it. It's just something you definitely don't want to pass up on. Just to be you know a part of the community building. I mean, just get to see the you know the community grow, and it does grow from. Like, the Masters is, like, the foundation of, like, the tournament community. And it, you get to see all of the different, all of those communities from across the country all culminate into one GT. And it's just, it's awesome. Um, I mean, as far as, you know, advice for the actual event, I would say kind of the advice, same advice I would give my past self is just play your list. Don't don't try to change your list because you're trying to account for all the other metas. You know, if you want to do good in an event, you got to get all those things going in your favor anyway. You know, you got to have matchups, you got to have dice rolls, um, you got to get scenarios. So you know, that's all relative. Just play what you know. Just play what you're going to have fun with. And, um, yeah, just absorb the experience. Well, that's good words to take us out. But before we go, let's just go around the room. Does anybody have any shout-outs? Blake, you got any shout-outs? Reno crew, we're coming. There'll be more of us there next year. John, how about you? You got any shout-outs? No. <laughs> how about Felix? Felix got anything? Man, after uh, Blake issuing a, a blanket warning to the entire U.S. Masters team, I really got nothing based off of that one. I guess I guess I should say, yeah, I'm going to be at TNT, and y- you're going to know who I am. It has a wrestling theme, so I'm assuming you're dressing up as a wrestler. Uh, I'll be uh, the first time I went. Yeah, I, I was that guy. You'll be able. <laughs> it, you won't have to know me or have ever met me. You'll know who I am. His wife didn't even know who he was at that point, or at least claimed <laughs> to not know who he was. After she wouldn't that. admit it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she she hates that trophy, by the way. I have it because it's a major award, and I put my uh, America hat, my America sunglasses on the mullet uh, wig, and it's sitting proudly down here in the man cave, and she hates it. And I said, I got room for more. Are you and your kid going as a tag team? No, he's going, but, I mean, if he don't get his uh, regiment of Baselanus painted in the next two weeks, he's going to regret it. But, yeah, he's he's going. He won't, he won't dress <laughs> up, but he, he man – Years ago, he went four and one, and I went one and four. He he wrecked face, so he can do that. He's a smart kid. He's gonna do good. It's a good thing he's in bed and can't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, how about you? Any shout outs? I'll shout myself out, I guess. Um, <laughs> the monsters is gonna be in Batesville this year, Batesville, Arkansas. Do you have hotels in Batesville, Arkansas? <laughs> yeah, man, we got. We got a little everything. We got a little okay. everything. Okay. I'm not complaining. It's a hell of a yeah. lot closer than Texarkana for me. 
the venue is not going to be at a hotel. We're going to have plenty of space, and I should have details within the next few weeks on on and times and all that good And that's stuff. usually January, right? Is that what you're looking for? We're going to shoot for the last weekend in January, just like last year, or this yeah, this past January. You know, I'll be at TNT. Dylan, you're at TNT too, right? I don't know yet. I just I just moved. Yeah, after TNT, I guess the the next event that I plan to be, uh, I'm going to the Michigan GT. That's October 8th through the 10th uh, in Lansing, Michigan. So uh, if you're going to be from the Midwest, you're going to be at the Lansing GT, or the Michigan GT at the Lansing Center in Lansing, Michigan. Uh, reach out. Let me know. I'll be happy. To, I'd love, love to meet you guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. It's been, been one of the events that I was supposed to have gone multiple years. And then this is the first year that it's a two day. And so I'm like, oh, this is the year that, I, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I'm from Lansing. You know, I feel a little uh, bad when I miss it because it's like, geez, I, I don't have to pay for a hotel. I don't have to pay for, you know, it's one of the more relatively inexpensive tournaments, all things considered, you know. Um, so, yeah, Michigan GT, October 8th through October 10th. It's a Saturday and Sunday, two-day Kings of War GT. I really appreciate you guys taking the time. I mean, hopefully um, folks have enjoyed this this chronicling of your journeys, right? So we we chatted Friday night before the event, got your predictions. And I don't know if you guys remember Tyler, who couldn't make it tonight. He he said he was going to kick Tom Annis' ass, and he did. He was going to table him. And he did. Yeah. So I don't know. He did awesome. He did awesome. Yeah, he, did, he did really great. And uh, and and it, like I said, I, I didn't recognize him when we were first on the stream, but, you know, he's the dead zone guy. Now I want to play dead zone with him. But thanks, everybody. for You know, we, we obviously we, we chatted with you guys on Friday and then after the first four rounds on Saturday night. So if you guys like this kind of content, let us know. Dylan, do you want to take us out? Absolutely. Until next time, keep counter charging. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Counter Charge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. We're recording. Excuse me. We're recording here. <laughs> oh, I got that one Please for, for posterity. That. Please include that. I will. I mean, I'll take. Well, uh, I... <clears throat> By the way, Dylan, do you need to move that down a little bit? That's a little high. I mean... You... Can we? Yeah, you can. The little this thing right here turns. Look at Rob making more editing for himself. Well, you I know, hope you listen to this later, Rob, and you realize how much. Have you ever listened? To... Put yourself in. Well, I will. I was gonna say something disparaging about one of my other co-hosts. I won't say it. Oh, but, I'm sure you will. But you know, I mean, it's not like. Dude, you cinch these in real good. Real good. I mean, that... and there's Jake. And there's Jake. I mean, we. I mean, he's not listening to this podcast anyway, so I can. Chop no, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't even listen to his own. <laughs> <laughs> You know, obviously, Masters is really focused on. Oh, it helps if I helps if I don't mute myself. So.